Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fast Travel Lounge. You're listening to episode 19. Uh, we have a show this week. Not going to say big show because we are still on three people. Uh, did anyone see where Josh went this week? Uh, I know that he left a message for us, but I didn't actually see where he went. Uh, was it... Uh, no, wait, no. Steve went to Clown Community College. Yeah, where did Josh go? Underwater level we've done. Need to figure out something else. Seth, what do you got? So, uh, I, I just I just saw a note here that says Kingdom Hearts 4 is announced. Uh, the mouse is winning. Must go defeat capitalism. I heard that he that because Kingdom Hearts is so shit, it gave him cancer. Now Fuck you listen dark. here, buddy. <laughs> Man, things things took a turn. Whoa! All right. Um, and and what what's even worse? Oh, actually, you know what? I know where he went. He went to go see Mr. Samsung because. Someone had their phone replaced. <laughs> uh, but weirdly, in non-phone replacement news, I went and finally got one of them. Uh, what, what, what was the combo? Shaken, <laughs> shaken dough combos from Krispy Kreme. I, I don't know. Do they have the same combo in the in New Zealand? I keep. I, I wanted to. I wanted to say shaking bake, but that, that makes that makes no sense in the in the context. But yeah, not yeah, not finally. in the context of Krispy Kreme, but shaken bake <laughs> does go well together. <laughs> true. 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 Uh, but yeah, went, went and had one for myself, finally felt part of the community, uh, can no longer be called an ostrich. Feels good, feels good. Um, got a strawberry shake. And uh, we rated out of 10. Oh, easy 10, easy 10, because it was strawberry $10. Strawberry shake? $10.90 New Zealand, Ooh, so I am saving strawberry money. Strawberry shake, he says. Strawberry. Mm. Oh, and, and, guess what, guess Yuck. what donuts, guess what donuts? Were they original glazed? Uh, original glazed. They, they were not, they were not, do you know why? Oh, oh, dang. Easter promotion, baby. We Ooh, on that. We, yeah. we on that good Easter promotion, uh, Krispy Kreme sponsorship deal. <laughs> and one of these days, I'll put delicious. in a sponsorship request. One of these days, the only way that we're going to get popular is talking about Krispy Kreme, and it won't be anything <laughs> about video games. We do it's this be, every week with, with be, our fingers crossed. Yeah, there's, there's going to be like five minute clips of, of like you know this was taken from a longer show, and everyone's like, yeah, no, we don't need to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> we we got our five minutes of entertainment, and we 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 moved on. Um, we got the Krispy Kreme review. Yeah, we did. We did the weekly update. The weekly update. Um, yeah, well, I thought I want one so bad. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It was pretty good. Um, uh, I I don't really have anything more to add to that. Normally, normally it's before around the lounge we do phone updates and Krispy Kreme, how, and we've just did how both. were the uh, how were the Easter donuts? Good, actually. They, they were good. There was one filled, one filled, and one not filled. Um, both both delicious. Was it what's it filled with? Caramel. Oh, it was. That's a lot of sugar. It was like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to say it was filled with an Easter egg or something. Um, I'm pretty sure I meant just the foil from an Easter egg was inside. (laughs) It was, uh, it was like a full uh, build-it-yourself razor blade, like in all the Kinder surprises. Um, Oh, nice! I miss those so much. Uh, no, the amount of I'm sugar that I had, I'm, I'm pretty sure the bus drove faster back to my house, um, or at least my <laughs> perception of time got warped uh, after a strawberry shake and two donuts and getting on a bus. Um, but here we are. Uh, anyone else have a tech update? I'm trying to sort of reaching for the topics that we normally go through. Uh, I dropped my my wireless earphone case so hard it um, stopped uh, charging. Doesn't doesn't sound like a phone though. Yeah. Probably probably not going to talk about that. Sorry. I use it with I use it with my phone. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, no, no. So yes, what happened? Yeah, no, it, it checks out. Um, <laughs> um, I was. <laughs> I'm suddenly back in. <laughs> so what flavor Krispy Kreme did you get um, when you I... went to get it repaired? 
No, I haven't gotten it repaired yet because it was only on Monday. I went to put the case in my pocket. Um, and you know how sometimes you go to put in your, put in your pocket, but it turns out the pants you're wearing up are like you don't have pockets on them, so it just falls. Um, it was like that. <laughs> what? It, just, it just didn't have pockets. <laughs> you just whacked yourself in the thigh and dropped it. Literally, yeah, like literally, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. that was it. And then uh, it was this big bang. And the way, because they're just this small case, the case like opened and the ear pods, like one of them went underneath the lounge. And then one of them went onto like the other side of the house. And I'm like, oh, well, this is what this is. And then <laughs> just the one of those days <laughs> happens to the best. Mondays, am I right? I realized in yeah. hindsight, I was so blasé about the amount of sugar that I had. Cause I, I had that this evening, by the way, uh, for, for those listening, um, that, that was me about two hours ago. So my perception of time is, uh, I think it's like two hours ahead of you guys now. That's crazy. Um, but the, uh, I, I realized that in, in that world perception of time, uh, didn't even introduce. Um, Seth and Steve say hi. Four minutes in. <laughs> hey everyone! Boom. Hope you it. enjoyed a Krispy Kreme talk. <laughs> we need no, no. We need no introduction. You know why we're here. That's true. But, That's true. We are the Krispy uh, Kreme boys. By the uh, way, Patrick, yeah. I, I just want I just want you to know that uh, your perception of time is actually about two and a half hours ahead. We we actually started recording on time. You're just that delayed now. Ooh, that's crazy. I'm gonna have to go back through my read receipts. There's just like a 30 minute span of time where I, I swear we weren't doing anything because we were waiting for, for someone to, to, you know, be ready to record. But maybe I was just sending memes to people. Mm. I probably was. I probably like, it, like I might be sending mm. memes to people now. I'm only going to find out about this tomorrow. Anyway, uh, might as well go into Round the Lounge. Uh, Steve, what have you been up to this week? I played the DLC for The Last of Us. Um, Left Behind, I believe it's called. Yep. Uh, and last, last week I... Got gifted for my birthday uh, a game that no one's really heard about um, called Elden Ring. So I'll, I don't know Elden if you guys Ring. have heard of it. It's like released. It. I don't think anybody's played it. So I think we've got the exclusive hookup on this podcast. Ooh, ooh, that'd um, be exciting. Yeah, it's so, kind of a niche game. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think anybody likes it. Um, but yeah, played a couple of hours of that. Um, right. Yeah, just dropping headphones and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, Normal it's been, been a real eventful week, huh? <laughs> Uh, ah, cool, cool. Uh, Seth, what about you? Uh, I finished Ace Attorney Phoenix Wright, and I have some positive words about that when I get to it later. Any, any What else? a mega review. Positive words, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the game was shit, but I, I used some positive words in the review, so, you know. Look, it's- In the it's, title. It's all about the positivity here. We're, we're not- we're not going, uh, we're not going for the negativity this week. It's all uphill from here. We will see how long that lasts. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's just Phoenix right this week. Yeah, fair enough. What about Phoenix wrong? Ooh, that would be. I should have saved it. There was question. a question. That was, was that such a bit, yeah, was a better segue I could have made. No, see, that's uh, it, it, he's actually uh right all the time. So there's it, it, they had to go a different way and say that his opponent is edge edgy. So what we, about you, Pat? What are so you up to? So he's going to get cancelled. Um, what about up to this week? Uh, <laughs> I. So, well, I, I finally caught up on all of Ted Lasso on Apple Plus. Uh, that was cool. I uh, liked, liked bits of it, didn't like others. Don't know if we'll talk about it or not. Uh, finished Superstore, which people lord as, like, in the same realm as Parks and Rec and The Office and other great American sitcoms. Uh, don't know if we'll talk about that either. <laughs> and the rest of it's been um, Tiny Tina's uh, for that post game that I'm pretty sure I said last week has a timer on it. And... <laughs> here i am still playing it um don't know if we'll talk about that either because i don't really have a huge amount to add to that but 
I'm sure we will find something to talk about. Anyway, but first, uh, we'll probably save the Elden Ring chat because I'm assuming we will all have strong words on that. Shall we instead talk about Left Behind DLC? Steve? Yeah, sure. Um, so this um, takes place... So I finished The Last of Us. Uh, Blue Base said that last week. And so then I played DLC Left Behind. And essentially that is a semi prequel and sort of explains how Ellie got bit and plus a little side story of when she's sort of rescues Joel after they're at the university and Joel's been shot and she needs to sort of heal him up. Yeah, um, that's thing. right. Because there, there was a little time skip where um he's been, uh, he, he's been out for a, a couple of weeks or a couple of months and she's been looking yeah, after him. Months, I think. Yeah. And, I yeah. forgot a DLC had a back and forth between like that season and also going back to when um it, like I knew it was about when she got bit, but I forgot all about the parts where she's uh trying to help Joel. Yeah, um, it is very short. I think I did it in like three, maybe four hours. Yo, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, run. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, zombie uh, bite not percent. Really much else you could do. Yeah, it was very. Like, I thought something else was going to happen and that just ended. I'm like, oh, okay. And, oh, that's it then. Okay. Um, all right. Like, I literally finished it in, like, they, like an afternoon. The main game tells you in. exactly what happens in that already, so you know what it is. It's just seeing yeah. the events for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, right. it's still interesting. It's sort of nice to sort of see Ellie explore um, the relationship with a friend or a first love. It's not... It wasn't clear to me. I thought it was, like, more of a friendship thing, but... Online people said, "Oh, if you read between the lines, they'd totally hook up." And I'm like, they're fourteen or fifteen, like in living in a post-apocalyptic world. Like I, fourteen-year-olds, fourteen-year-olds hook up all the time. With Seth other fourteen-year-olds, I mean, yeah. So right. be very careful with right. where that right, sentence Seth. goes, my friend. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's it's good. It's it's the last fast. It looks amazing. It tells a story quite well. I don't think I liked the jumping between um, before really got bit and then while she's helping Joel. Uh, and the, while the part, like, in, in the future, I guess, it's more combat heavy because you've got to get through this sort of shopping centre to find some uh, something that will, like, sort of fix Joel. While in the previous thing, it's they're exploring another different shopping mall, but they get the power to go working so they can sort of, light some things up and they can go through like music and costume sort shop costume shops and like sort of fuck around so it's sort of good to see there's a bit of sort of like a happy-go-lucky type of event and it's very serious oh shit if these people see see me i'm going to be killed yeah um, i don't think i liked the the jumping around like it it's very sudden i would have liked it if it was okay here's the prequel part and here's the, the I- timeline part it seems very disjointed. I get why they did that because they need to have a balance of like, hit have some slower sections and have some uh, more uh, action segments, and um, yeah, and, that's and, what they did. Yeah, yeah. And so it's not all front loaded uh, one way and then front loaded the other way, and also because they're telling these two separate areas, it's like a massive jump between going from the prequel part and then going to the winter part. So I get why they interspliced it like that, but it's. It never works that well. I, yeah, I think they, I've, I think I've, they could have focused entirely on the uh, prequel part and done more to try and make a mix between action and stealth and slow segments. 
Yeah. I think going into it, because I sort of knew what I was getting into, but I think I semi-expected it would be like semi-flashback type of thing, like an hour and a half of like combat and then like half an hour of cutscene, which is essentially what it is. But I don't think they do it in a right way. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But, but at the same time, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I'd probably, if, if I bought it separately, because I got it as part of the Last of Us PS4 edition, I think I'd be fucking quite jaded with it because it's very little replayability factor. I, and I, I wouldn't have paid more than 10 bucks for it. I think I actually did buy that separate and I got the PS4 version specifically separate. So I didn't even buy the PS4 remaster of The Last of Us. I just got that because, again, at its, <laughs> like I mentioned last week, once I finished the Platinum for The Last of Us, I was really burnt out of that game. I didn't want to play it anymore. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to play the PS4 version of The Last of Us, but I want to check out the, uh, the DLC, so I'll just buy that instead. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, what, about, what about you, Pat? You, know, you notice it. Have you played the DLC? Uh, I'm pretty sure I have, but it has been a, a hot minute since I would have done that. Is that because the the main thing that sticks out in my mind is that they go through like like an arcade of some sort. Uh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. That's one of the big. So I remember the arcade from the main game. Shoot, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I played it. The arcade no, is the bit that sticks no, out the most. No, there though. is there, there there isn't. Yeah, there is an arcade section, um, and there's like one machine that works. And I thought you'd be able to play it, but you can't. Traps. Or unless I just missed the prompt. Yeah. <laughs> you need you need a um you, you need the other controller to to play it. You need the um the Microsoft Flight Simulator stick um, peripheral. Uh, came with the um, ultimate pre order uh, bundle, but you might have missed that. That's that's fine. You know you didn't it, miss too much. It was a second screen experience with the PlayStation Vita. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Vita chats um, were winning again. <laughs> um, Are they? Yeah, I. Are they? I, how's that console going? I, I don't remember a huge amount. Obviously, Last of Us 2 sticks out way more recently because I've just played that more recently. But, um, yeah, I I don't know that me not remembering... Because I remember, like, major plot points of, of Last of Us 1. I don't think me not remembering it is, like, a strike against um, Left Behind DLC. I just think it just has been so long since I've played it. And because it is still set in the same universe, um, you know, if you gave me a plot synopsis, it'd be like, oh, that's right, yeah, I remember all that. But... Yeah, there's not a huge amount that sticks out. Uh, I would be curious, um, <laughs> because I'm almost coming at this from a fresh perspective again, uh, Last of Us makes a big deal about there being a difference in combat style between fighting humans versus fighting the infected. The Left Behind DLC, because it's split in terms of its focus between um, prequel and combat, I'm pretty sure Winter is more fighting humans, I think. but Yeah, Winter uh, was very human-centric. But is there a particular... Because, like, through, through Last of Us 1 and 2, they do quite a good mix of, like, you're fighting people, you're fighting the infected. Uh, do you think that the pacing of uh, the Left Behind DLC was influenced by what it is that they made you do within it through the combat? I don't think so, honestly. I, they did sort of different things. Like, it's, they, they were just infected and then it's humans. And then they sort of throw both, both at you at the same time. Uh, which is like, okay, I'll just throw a brick and just bring all the, the clickers out and they'll attack the humans and there's like one left. Like the sole survivor is like, all right, cool. We'll just shoot you in the head like twice and you're down. So I, I did like sort of uh, pitting them against each other. It did sort of feel like it was a, a free-for-all type of thing. And if you weren't careful with what you're doing, you'd sort of get swarmed on all sides. 
Uh, I did like that. It did sort of allow for cheesing a couple of the areas pretty good. Uh, but realistically, it feels like you just get into it and then it's over. But yeah, it was semi-enjoyable. It was, yeah, the only thing different it does is just introduce both both factions, or both enemies at the same time. Sure, yeah. Because you don't, I, yeah, I, I'm just going to be asking a bunch of dumb questions, as I say, because of how long it's been since I played it. You don't actually meet David, do you, when you're going through the Left Behind DLC? No, you do not, no. No, yeah, that's all in the main game. Yeah, cool, that's what Yeah, that's all in the main game. You literally, every, you don't meet any n- name characters uh, that you don't either, like, kill or brutally maim. <laughs> and And who can forget that iconic um it's a twitch clip right of of the rabbit when when it first goes that's to... also in the main game <laughs> no, no 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 i know i know i'm not saying that's part of the dlc but that's still like oh, okay. a very memorable twitch clip right of like the first yeah. scene of uh of winter in last of us one with, with with the woman looking at the rabbit and then it gets just, just rko'd out of nowhere by an arrow yeah. to the side of the head by ellie yeah and you're like oh boy ellie what have you done you brutal murderer but ellie ellie gotta eat that's all i'll say um, how long? So I'm, I'm sort of reaching for ideas here, but I'm, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll look, we'll, we don't have to spend, we don't have to spend as much, much I, that much time on it. It's pretty slow. Um, it doesn't really go for that long. It's okay. I'm glad I got it as part of the PS4 collection. But if I, if I missed out, I wouldn't feel like you don't have to play this to enjoy the Last of Us. It's unless you're 100 percent into this world, you can miss it. I'm just wondering. Yeah. Realistically, you can probably look at the cutscenes up on YouTube if you really sort of <laughs> yeah. want to watch, watch it. Watch it play through on two times speed, like uh, every um, like web tutorial ever. Well, then it would like take half the time. So you dream. True. Yeah, get it done in forty-five minutes. Easy. Uh, yeah, no, we, were, cool. we were we were mentioning last week how like seeing something on YouTube might be a lesser experience, but I actually think that this DLC would probably be the same either way. True. True. It would be the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's cool. Yeah, um, probably a good place to leave it then. Uh, yeah, still looking forward to you playing through Last of Us 2, which uh, you'll have to get to at some I point. Did, I did. Oh, you just started. I did start that up. Oh. I played played like the first 45 minutes. Holy shit, I thought my fucking PS4 was going to explode. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I can hear it through my headphones as well. So I have to turn my headphones up. Doesn't oh. it just add to the immersion though? You, you, you can't hear what's sneaking up behind you? <laughs> At first, I thought it was like an engine or something in the background of the cutscene. I'm like, "What the fuck is this sound?" It's, it's, it's the truck that you have to use strength on to get a, to to move it to get Mew. Oh, of course. After you surf. Yeah, yeah. After you surf, of course, of course. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. Um, so 45 minutes. I'm so for me. I played through Last of Us two, uh, very, very cautiously. Uh, at least for the first. <laughs> Like in in playtime hours, the first couple hours, but realistically, was probably only the first like hour or two. I just played it way too slowly. I don't even know why. I think I just had this idea of what running back through Last. It might have been from playing Last of Us One on a higher difficulty. I was just expecting more shit to happen, so I was just taking everything really cautiously. So, where did you get to in forty five minutes? Um, I just started playing as that other character. I don't I don't know her name yet. Um. I just did like all the the first bit of Ellie, the Ellie scene in the snowball fight with those fuckwit kids. Oh, okay, so you just started <laughs> playing as Abby. Yeah, I, I don't know her name, so spoiler alert. Um, I'm not very Abby about that one, eh? Hey, all right, so we'll stop talking about Last of Us Two then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty you, much. You, yeah, you've, you've like lost I, your Last of Us. I wasn't even going to bring Steve. it up, but 
Yeah, I wasn't going to bring it up, but you said it, and I just wanted to make the comment about my PlayStation exploding. So if I'm not here next week, you know what happened. <laughs> it's the uh, cursed rice cooker, uh, you know, conspiring with your PlayStation uh, exhaust system to just kill you. Um, fair enough. Uh, Seth, tell us all about Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Uh, long story short, before I get into it, is that... Uh... Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney is such a good game that uh, now I want to go and become a Phoenix Wright main in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 because that's how much I enjoyed this game. Um, so that's the that's too long didn't read version of this. Um, so basically it's just a visual novel. Uh, okay, to get actually get started, I, I started this up because I needed something as a lighter game to play because I've just played Elden Ring and Stranger of Paradise back to back and those are two like extremely difficult games yeah, so I needed and, something and god needed... forbid the uh, gen 5 Pokemon playthrough you're going through also just starts taxing you mentally right we've all been there yeah no gen 5 is such a difficult game like oh but so I, I just needed something light so that I could just kind of relax to and just kind of slowly chew through and enjoy and that was a really good call because um, a visual novel style game is great for that sort of thing. And this is basically just like a visual novel slash uh, point and click adventure style game where it's broken up into two different uh, scenarios. You got investigations where um, you go around, you talk to the characters, learn about them, find out what happened in these, uh, in these murder scenarios because every single one of these is a murder case. Um, yeah, you just look for evidence and just kind of like kind of piece together what's going on, but not really. Um, You just kind of like get a grasp of uh, the area and who the characters are and what their motives might be. Well, what are their but motives? then um, uh, trying to trying to but frame don't spoil people. It. Don't spoil it. I, I won't spoil anything, but it's like so everyone has like their own reasons for lying in their testimonies which is what's going to be coming up next is the courtroom parts, which is where you actually start piecing together all the, um, all of the case and everything. So, uh, the, uh, it's, uh, you'll always get, um, a witness to come up and they'll give their testimony. And that's when you've got to start kind of, um, cross-examining them, questioning them on all their lines and bringing up evidence to show contradictions where there, uh, there are any. And that just keeps playing out and playing out, and it gets more hilarious as it goes on. Um, the, the scenarios get a lot better as it goes on. Uh, things get really out of hand in the later half of the game. It's in it's fantastic stuff. Um, I mean, in the, again, in the later went, half of the game, you're, you're you're talking about people lying on testimony. That's perjury, isn't it? Isn't that like actually just a crime? Does that mean that, that Phoenix Wright just gets like a two for one slam dunkaroo when he when he's in the courtroom? He's like, this person killed that person and this person lied about it. They should both go to prison forever. Kind of. Some of them are lying, but there's other ones that are like, they contradict themselves or they leave details out. So it's like, oh, I forgot about that. So let me add that to my testimony. And then they add that. And then you've got to cross-examine them more and point out even more lies that they're doing or more contradictions they're doing. So um, as it keeps going on, that's when uh, things keep going on, uh, keep happening. So. Um, not to spoil a lot, but there's one of them where there's this security lady that's convinced, um, someone's done the murder because, uh, um, they saw, uh, the character they play as on a TV show's costume go past the security cameras 
and only that person is big enough to wear the costume and they were limping. So she's absolutely convinced that he he was a murderer and you've got to try and figure out why it's not him and how, like, she's telling her truth, but it's wrong sort of thing. Right. So, like, when she's up on the witness stand and you're Phoenix Wright and you're like, what's your favorite podcast? And she doesn't say Fast Travel Lounge. You're like, well, yeah, that's then, a contradiction. Then she gets... Then she gets sent to jail for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. or uh, what, Steve gets up and what's the and best Phoenix right and Phoenix right asks, uh, "What's your favorite Krispy Kreme ten dollar ninety shake donut combo?" And he says something that isn't a strawberry shake. Then he also goes straight to prison, right? <laughs> yes. I'm going to say a stra- strawberry shake is the lowest tier of shake. Go to jail. Bro, go to jail drink. right now. <laughs> Do not collect two hundred dollars. Do not pass. Have a fruit drink, baby boy. Have a fruit drink. That that. <laughs> That no, is chocky, not that is not vanilla or banana. Strawberry. Vanilla, bro, you drink milk. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Steve, Steve. We we can put aside our differences We've here. Got to right? unite. We can we can both <laughs> yeah, dunk can. on vanilla drinkers, right? That's <laughs> literally fucking milk. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love I love it when when a milkshake just tastes like the thing that I can get bottled essence of. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Or or even worse, when How- the French claim that it's different when they do it. French vanilla. What the fuck is that? <laughs> vanilla malt. This goes right out of my... Vanilla malt is good. I'll give you that. That's different, but it's got malt <laughs> in it. <laughs> that's, that's just malt with essence of vanilla, though. <laughs> you buy that for the malt. <laughs> now, for 10 more bonus points, what's malt? It's like, it's like know, Walt, this, this but it's set to M for mumbo rather than W for wumbo. <laughs> it, it's upside down. Yeah, obviously. Okay, anyway, back in the Phoenix Road. <laughs> yeah, I, just, that, um, <laughs> I was just waiting for you guys to finish we... at that point. <laughs> um, is this that remastered trilogy they brought out? Yeah, yeah, I've been playing it on uh, Steam yeah, for the remastered but... trilogy, so I'll be going through all three games, but I just recently finished the first one. Yeah, because I got picked up for the Xbox a while ago. So yeah, no, if you're saying it's good, um, that's good. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Um, all the characters are really great in it. It's got really hilarious writing. It gets off the wall very frequently. Um. The writing I, was so. I clear I have a... oh, you go on. I know. I think you're about to say what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, is there weird localization changes I had to do though? Yes, they didn't have to do them, yeah, but there like... are weird localization changes. Like for some reason, they decided to ch- set the games in LA instead of Japan. So um, at... <laughs> <laughs> so instead of sushi, of people's favorite uh food is hamburgers. Right. There's, there's some there's some your hamburgers. there's some there's some name changes but that's more like the name works as a pun in japanese but not in english so let's kind of change it to make a pun that works in english there's, well that's yeah, like phoenix right like it's like because he's right isn't it like yeah it, it's a similar sort of pun in japanese from my uh yeah i think his um his uh, uh japanese name is naruhodo which is something like correct or um it, investigator or something like that you're telling me that phoenix Wright is related to uh will and orville Wright, the creators of the plane unfortunately not fuck that would have been such a good like family history you know like your uncle created the plane and your other uncle just like figures out when people are how old is this guy (laughs) Yeah, yeah your other uncle phoenix Wright. he's timeless bro he's timeless but yeah there's another guy his name is larry butts and there's a character that keeps (laughs) calling him harry butts and uh, uh, they make a joke every now and then, like, if something stinks and it's the butts. Nice. That's like, <laughs> that's, um, that's funny. uh, asshole quality from, uh, Spaceballs. Uh, 
you know, who, who like, who, who's in charge around here? Uh, that, that, that'll be me, sir. Like, who is he? He's an asshole, sir. <laughs> <laughs> He's a major asshole. <laughs> what a film. Uh, right. So how have you, have you, so have you, have you finished the first one or like you're almost finished the first one or where, where are you up to with it? So last week I had almost finished, uh, almost finished it. I had done the first four cases, which was, uh, the end where the Game Boy Advance version ends. And I still had case five left to do, which is the new case they introduced for the DS version of the game. And uh, that's where you get a bunch of stuff where you can like kind of interact with the clues more heavily and use all the features of the DS. That <laughs> So they've had to change it for the PC version, obviously, but you'd have <laughs> stuff like tapping the screen to put down <laughs> fingerprint dust and then blow into the microphone to blow it all away to find the fingerprints on a case. Hey. Hey, to anyone listening, don't listen oh, to fuck, him. You can cool. absolutely still disperse fingerprint dust by tapping your PC screen. Trust me. <laughs> what if you got it on, like, Switch or something? Uh, I'm not sure how the Switch version would go, actually. I imagine there's some weird uh, things they would have done with the PlayStation 4 version as well, with the touchpad and the microphone on that. They probably did nothing. They probably did nothing of the sort and was like, nah, here was what you get. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because then what do us, what do us, what do us expos get? Ugh. Absolutely nothing like Unless, you deserve. True. You get Game Pass. Open, open your fridge. Yeah, we get Game Pass, right? We're already winning. Sorry. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> you got Game Pass. Be happy with that. <laughs> oh boy, I am. But yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, Case 5 was also the longest case in the game by a large mile. Um, so as, as it was progressing, the cases were getting slowly longer and longer, so Case one was just a tutorial courtroom battle. Case two was a, um, a fairly chunky investigate and um, uh, courtroom battle. But then um, case three, case three starts extending it out to um, uh, you got uh, so the way that the justice system works in the game, and I'm not uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure how like how much it's dripping from the Japanese um legal system because I know it is based around that somewhat but not a hundred percent but um in phoenix right you have three days to um settle a case so case three was the first time that they start pushing it to uh you're at the you're at day three everything has to end today and then um case four was also the same thing where they push it to uh to the third day but it was a much more involved than longer case. And then case five uh, was, um, was kind of the length of case three and four combined, really. So it was like, it was more than the length of half the original game in that one case. Interesting. So cool. again, didn't really Is answer the question, but have, have you finished it or not? Yeah, 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 I finished it. Yeah, okay, cool. What are you saying, I, I, I thought I said that earlier. <laughs> I, but um, yeah, last week I had finished up to the end of the GBA version, and then... Yeah, no, that, after, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, uh, you yeah, said that twice now, so you're like, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've finished up to the end of the GBA version. Like, right? <laughs> so I, I, have you finished I must, it? I, I must He's have finished fought. one of the three games. <laughs> I, I, must have, I must have thought. I said I finished up to the end of the DS version as well. I just mustn't have said it out loud. Or alternatively, my it's my warp perception of time from the amazing ten dollar ninety deal of a shake and two Krispy Kreme donuts. It might be on the you're on the sugar crash, big fella. Quick, quick, get that man. Get a donut. another one. Get another one. <laughs> we got we got to keep the sugar train we'll going. Wait for you. Um, just go wait. just go get a tablespoon of sugar. <laughs> Sherbet, IV drip. Let's go. Uh, what what were you gonna ask, Steve? Oh, I was just gonna ask if like the the cases are interesting. Yeah, yeah, they're all interesting. So um uh. 
some of them are they they all go ra- around uh really interesting topics and i don't know how much i want to say in case people want to go and play them but all of them are murder cases so uh that part always is always consistent it's just the the way they get around the murder case and like the scenarios for them are what makes them interesting like in the you got murdered online because you took the l plus ratio plus maidenless or like you're actually plus grace no like someone just uh, killed you with blunt force trauma murder like as in like i'm laughing crying i'm literally dead right now internet funny haha meme or (laughs) no you're on the grip you're on the ground bleeding from laughter your heart has stopped beating <laughs> uh, more seriously is, is there replayability in games like this or is it like you go through the case once and you've sort of you've seen all there is to see kind of thing um i feel like it's you've seen all there is to see there is a kind of um a alternate ending where you've got to present the right things at the uh, at the end of um chapter to get like the right piece of dialogue but there's also a chapter select in this version of the game so you can easily just go back and do that so you can actually just go you so you can go for for bad ending yeah you can go for bad ending or good ending nice but um there's there's not much of a difference between them it's just a couple of extra lines of dialogue if you do the oh, good ending i thought it'd be like you walk into the courtroom and just just openly accuse the judge of being the one that murdered the guy <laughs> no that that hasn't happened yet <laughs> yes yet uh, no it's the, cool the uh, way the, the way the games have been playing yeah that could happen honestly <laughs> phoenix wright was the murderer the whole time um any any other closing thoughts or review the the first of the three games tell people where they can get it close this case yeah clo- yeah boom like steve said close the case close the case um so i started this off by saying that uh ace attorney was so good that uh, when I finished the third case, I was like, "I'm going to go and uh, I'm going to go and become a Phoenix Wright main uh, on Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom Three. True. Also, when I finished the third case, I went on to Steam and looked at how much the Great Ace Attorney cost, and I was like, "It's sixty dollars. I just paid my car registration, so I can't do it this week, but I will absolutely do it on my next paycheck, and I'm going to buy more of the Ace Attorney games just based on how good this first one was." Whoa, that's $60 a, that's for a, a novel, eh? Uh, I'm not sure how much- Visual novels games? Yes. You, you have to interact mm. with the novel in some capacity, so it is a video game. Does that mean that you're not willing to pay more than 35 for it, Steve? Because it wouldn't be anime? There's no way I'd pay $35 for a visual novel. Um, <laughs> that was that, that comment there. Are you, in, are you interacting with a book if it's on your computer and you've got to click the button to turn the page? Yes. That makes so, an online book a video game. <laughs> so. Uh, looking on Steam right now. Am I playing video um, games while I'm working? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. <laughs> Anything Fuck. to help you with uh with getting through the workday? Um, at looking on at looking on Steam right now, uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy is forty dollars for all three of the original games, or eighty four dollars if you buy that and the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles alongside it. So you get five games for eighty four dollars. That's pretty good. That's like yeah, what's not bad. $15 a game. That's like slightly more than Dragon Ball Z The Breakers. Slightly, but I'd be willing to pay that extra $4. That might be the greatest endorsement for a game that you've ever done on Fast Travel Lounge, Seth. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> they, they deserve it. Fair enough. Um, so out of 10, I, I, I figure like we can probably ballpark what this one's going to be, but let us hear it. 
are like a 9 out of 10, I can see room for improvement and I want to give that extra point. Oh, just shit, in- 9 out of 10. What the- I-, I want to give that extra oh. point just in case Ace Attorney 2 or 3 are better than this one. It- I-, I will come back and change this to a 10 if the others are worse. <laughs> mm, perfect game. Um, Would this- yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm just- do, do, you have a, do you have a sweet uh, like, like lawyer ending statement to, to finish it off? Or like, you know, if, if you can't think of one, one will be provided to you. Uh, I would like the uh, the court Objection. to provide one for me. <laughs> Overruled. Wait, what? You can't you say that. Objection. Uh, Are you the judge, Pat? I'm trying to be. Let me, <laughs> let, me, let me get order in this courtroom so we can move on. Um, thank you for that, Seth. Uh, back to Steve. Elden Ring. Uh, that little indie game from Software. Uh, tell us about it. Been enjoying it? What you been I hate it. It's a fucking piece of shit game. I'm sick and tired of dying. It's fucking bullshit. I hate it. Fucking hate it. Now that I've gotten that out of my system. Um, it's actually really good. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing it just before this, um, and I was getting a bit filtered. Um, but it's maybe I'm coming to it from a very different perspective. Um, hearing everybody talk about it. It's been like, what, six weeks since it came out, and I've played Dark Souls 1 quite recently as well. Um, it is exactly what I thought it was going to be, if that makes sense. It's is essentially that, open world Dark Souls. Is, is that yeah. like a compliment sure. or an insult? Like, what do you, you have to expand no, on that? No, is it, maybe because I knew, because from what you guys have said and from, from the other discussion I've seen online, I wasn't really surprised with the, the environments or sort of like the enemy combinations or how the world is structured. Yeah. Or how it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Also true. Yeah, so I'll admit I'm only about probably seven or eight hours into it and probably a good three hours of that is me just throwing myself at the same enemies and dying and fucking losing all my room. Which ones? But isn't that um, just a Souls experience? That's true, that's true. It It is, but maybe because it's an open world, I think, oh, should I have to go this way because that's where the grace is telling me to and I'm that, that Stormvale fucking castle. So I spent like 45 minutes trying to get th- through that um and i'm like i'm literally dying in like two hits to everything what's going on and i look it up and it's like okay what's the level requirement oh between 30 to 40 okay what level am i 22 okay fucking sick um, <laughs> yeah they they expect you to my... explore around the area more before yeah. going straight to it yeah yeah and I, and i think that's because there were certain areas of them like i didn't have like the map area for so i thought me rightly or wrongly whatever that I maybe not that I couldn't go there, but I shouldn't go to other areas on the map if I don't have that section of the map. Um, I have since learned that is wrong because I did a bit of exploring and I found the map piece for the area I was in. So I'm like, okay, maybe I won't do that. Um, and I've met a couple of NPCs and I'll be doing their quests and all that type of thing. Um, the combat's a lot faster than like Dark Souls. Enemies do fucking weird bullshit things like they'll hold their action in the air for like half a second and that <laughs> yeah yeah they do that a lot too <laughs> that, yeah. that breaks your parry mindset a lot well i can't parry because i'm too shit plus i've got like dual swords so i don't even have the option oh did you pick samurai um but literally nah warrior i think oh yeah yeah warrior warrior's got two swords i think samurai's got two swords as well two swords and a bow i'm really enjoying it but yeah that's fucking and sometimes i do that bullshit anime 16 hit combos um, okay, cool. It's, I've miscounted. I've got hit. I'm dead. Yeah. Is it my turn yeah. to hit it's, yet? It's no. Good. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. And like sometimes I'll do like a weird faint thing and I'm like, oh shit, now I've got to wait for him to do his, his finish his action. Or like you um, said with the good. pause thing, but they jump into the air and pause in the air before coming crashing down. That's horseshit. That's fucking horseshit. <laughs> oh, like that, that first real boss market or whatever it's called. He does it so much. And it always throws my timing off. But look, I beat him. Is that, is that the, uh, the giant hammer slam? Uh, thing yeah that yeah. one yeah. We- yeah weirdly and sometimes he I, holds it sometimes he doesn't yeah I-, I never had an issue with the overhead slams i was always able to read those but god punished me for my hubris by making me physically incapable of dodging any swing that he did like on the ground left to right so anytime he jumped in the air <laughs> i was golden i could roll at any time and, and i'd be fine but he he doesn't do that all the time he does the left right swipes a lot more so it was weird. Like I, I had um, one of our mutual friends watching me fight Margaret a couple times, and he just couldn't understand how it was that I was dodging every attack that was coming from the air, but just absolutely failing to just dodge the most simple attacks on the ground. The one that always got me was when he froze the dag, the magical daggers. I, I could not dodge those or block those to save my life. Mm. Oh, I was never, I was never in that range for him, because um, I hadn't gotten like a. A staff to cast spells yet. I've got one now and it's all right. By the way, did you summon the NPC next to the boss door? Bullshit, of course I did. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I probably didn't need him, but... um, Wolves, like, I probably did need him, I'll be quite honest with you. Like, Be- better to, better to, to have him and not need him than need him and not have him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, he's there. Like, And people that say you didn't really beat the boss if you summon the NPC, now get the fuck out of here. Fuck off, the game gave me these tools, I will use these tools. How how bored would the NPC be? He's just sitting there just waiting for for you to to ring the bell to summon him. That's that's his entire life's purpose. And you're just going to walk up, you're going to look him in the eye and go, no, stay in your your doorway, gateway thing, whatever the hell he comes through. Stay in the cuckstone. (laughs) Cuckstone. Oh, Jesus! I, I have issues with the with with like calling it that, but that, I guess that is basically what it is. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, it's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still think I'm a bit. Um, it's right, but you're not mo- happy mo- about it being right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Moving the conversation along from that disgusting thought. Yeah, fair I enough. still think I'm un I'm unsure about the crafting mechanics and how you can pick up a bunch of resources and stuff. I don't think honestly, I stopped interacting with that yeah. uh, after Stormveil. Uh, okay, you do. Not I even in Storm, but I haven't crafted shit. <laughs> I've played it for like 40-something yeah. hours at this point. I, I don't think I've ever opened that menu. Yeah. The okay, only yeah, time we'll, I opened it after yeah. Stormvale was to make more of the uh, co-op uh, summons. Oh, yeah, fair enough. I use that to make it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, um, I, I, I don't want to get too much into it because I haven't played that much. And over the long weekend, I'll probably just put a shit ton amount of hours into it. And then next week I'll be like, bro, this is the best game ever. <laughs> Steven, he doesn't know what he's talking about. What, 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 what's the, the amount of- what, what's, what's the favorite thing you've done in Elden Ring so far? Just like any, any moment that sticks out in your mind is like, that was like cool. That was really awesome. Just like top, top moment. Um, using the, the horse uh, to like sort of joust another guy on a horse is pretty cool. Interesting. I did, like, Seth, I, you also I, loved the I, horse I, combat, didn't you? Was that also your was, favorite moment? It was fantastic. I, I don't yeah. I don't know. It was such a great uh, addition that wasn't uh, clunky and uh, weighty <laughs> at all. You <laughs> being ironic, I think that, well, I think I was considering absolute dog shit horse combat, and it's like not that. I'm pleasantly surprised. It's not absolute <laughs> dog shit, but I don't <laughs> think it's that great either. 
It was good because when there was someone else, the moment that he specifically, try saying that 10 times fast, then I'm thinking of, was like there was this other guy on a horse and I charged up my, um, my special attack. I hit him like right at the right time and then he fell off his horse and I jumped off and I stabbed him and it felt pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's illegal but, and jousting. Yeah, it's, <laughs> we weren't jousting. It's Elden Ring, baby. But there yeah, are no rules. I'll, have <laughs> I'll have more thoughts about it next week. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, um, it's supposed to supposed to rain over the long weekend, so I won't feel good staying inside my in my dressing gown and playing video. Favorite boss design? Final question. So far, obviously, you haven't seen oh, that many at all. Only seen but... a couple. Um, I mean, you must have fought more than Margaret. There was right? a... Yeah, no, of course. Oh, yeah, I had to level up Margaret. Um, I've. It was a weird lion dog thing. Ah, uh, yep. Cool. Oh, like the down, cat statue? Down to the yeah. south. Yeah, yeah. That was all right. There was also that weird NPC Patches. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to kill him. And he's like... <laughs> Wait, did, <laughs> did, you, like, kill him? did you kill him? <laughs> yeah, I did. Was I not supposed to? Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I feel like well, I'm the only person I know that didn't kill him. I didn't kill him. You see... Oh, like, you didn't kill him either? Nice. Well, I mean, I, I, I see a name like Patches and I think, you know, we are brethren. Well, there was a bad in Dark Souls One. There's a bad guy called Patches that literally kicks you into a fucking hole. Um, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. So I knew he was gonna fuck me around. And literally, like, he was like sort of wrecking my shit for a bit to the point I had like no flask left. And then I got like three or four good hits, and like I was taking off like very good um, pieces of his health. And he's like, no, don't kill me. When? When? And I'm like, all right, cool. See you later, big fella. If if you he's don't like, oh. if you don't kill him, he becomes a shop vendor, and he's also kind of involved with another side quest but not to an important degree and also he shows up in another boss fight and is very funny in that you might just want to restart the game honestly steve yeah i'm not going to (laughs) does it really matter no no killing patches or keeping him alive doesn't matter but you made the wrong choice yeah you you've you've definitely got the bad ending secured so what, what would I have to have done? Like he was like begging you, you for just, help. What I was supposed to just You out. just stop. You just stop hitting Kim. Oh, uh, is that it? Yeah, that's I'm, literally I'll, it. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think it takes Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, to figure out. Hey, the guy's begging for his life. How do I not kill this man? It's, My hands are just moving by themselves. They're too far. <laughs> Definitely doesn't seem like something that would take a huge amount of effort to figure out. I'll be honest. Uh, but yeah, I I, will. I don't know. Like, I see someone begging for their life, and I think I'm probably not going to end this man's life today. And you know, good ending secured. So, I guess we're just built different. That's fine. Um, yeah. I any any other and final you, thoughts? one more thing. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Only a final, only a final one. Final question. There's no way to sort of like track the quests you get or anything, is there? There's no like quest log or anything. No, Dave. but um, you can see the NPCs on the map now. So. Yeah. When they move around, uh, you'll be able to ah, track that. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, back yeah, in our never, day, six I, weeks ago, you couldn't do that. I wasn't sure if there was something. Honestly, if you use the map to track weeks. NPCs, then you didn't play the game right. Surely it's been more than six weeks ago, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I believe so. It? I hope so. God, time time is meaningless. <laughs> doesn't doesn't really fine, matter, yeah. but six We're... weeks feels like way too short for how much I know other people have played that game, because I'm still yet to finish it. The, tw- the 25th of February was when it came out, which is pretty much exactly six Wow, six weeks. That's absolutely mm, crazy. Lucky guess, Stephen. Yeah. 
Uh, everybody gets one, I guess. Tell them, Peter. Anyway, uh, thank you for that, Steve. Um, uh, I don't really... That, that's the end of the, the Round the Lounge list. Um, Was there anything you wanted to talk about, Patrick? I mean, we're at 50 minutes. Um, I guess I'll give my gut punch review for um, uh, Ted Lasso. Season 1, excellent. Season 2, first half, excellent. Second half, I didn't enjoy that much at all, really. Um, but that that sounds like every Marvel Netflix show review. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It, like, cause, um, uh, I know lots of people like really enjoy season two, but I really enjoyed the first half of it. Like, I, I understand why people enjoyed it. It just it just wasn't wasn't for me. It it um, it's not even that it went downhill. It just it just went in directions that I didn't really care about or value too highly compared to other people. Uh, so definitely, definitely watch season one. Uh, you know, obviously only available on Apple Plus. Uh, because oh, it it is funny knowing that knowing that this funding from Apple Plus, they use a lot of shots of just a camera on an iPhone typing to someone else. <laughs> yeah, really, I, I, Jesus. I remember that um, Apple has this this policy where you're not allowed to show Android phones in their shows either. It yeah, all has so to be iPhones. It's it's amazing that oh, in, in a show that, yeah. with a lot of people like messaging and phoning each other, all of them are iPhone users. It's crazy. <laughs> and um, uh, and everyone a, uses a MacBook. Yeah, yeah. And all that kind <laughs> of stuff. A, um, yeah. There's a moment in, actually, I don't remember if it's season one or season two. There's a moment where someone says, you know, we've taken the next step in our relationship. We're sharing an, uh, we're sharing an iCloud account. And it's like, man, why don't you just, why don't you just Jeez. put, why don't you just run an ad for, for some Apple product? Like, it would be the same at this point. Um, weirdly, it doesn't actually take away from the show. It's just funny to notice it because it props up. Like, they do it tastefully in the show. It's just funny to, to, to notice it. Um, yeah, that's, that's my very quick <laughs> Ted Lasso review, I guess. Um, yeah. Oh, I do have a, I see it? Who knows? I do have a weird complaint. Uh, the actress that plays Rebecca, uh, the... Wait. I just need to look this up. I really should have had this prepared. I need to just double check that it is Rebecca. The um, football manager. She, she plays as like the antagonist in season one. Um, yeah. Uh... Where are we here? Yeah, Rebecca Weldon. Sweet. I did get it right. Uh, the actress that plays Rebecca in Ted Lasso, who is the antagonist in season one, turning into just kind of like part of the ensemble cast slash not protagonist, but just, yeah, good good person um, in season two. Uh, actress name is Hannah Waddingham. Uh, hopefully she's okay with me just doxing her name like that on, on you know, pop, uh, podcasts as popular as ours. Um, she... Uh, I'm sure she'll survive. <laughs> um, it completely breaks my immersion when someone who I picture to be a middle-aged football manager is also like a god-tier singer. It's just like it's it's amazing, but it's also annoying. D does that make sense? Like th there are scenes where it's like, and we need and we need her to sing, and it'll be like her at a karaoke bar, or there's like a Christmas episode where she goes caroling, and it's like there is. There is something so unbelievable about you not only playing a uh, wealthy, successful, middle-aged woman managing a football club, but you also, if all of that was taken away from you, could easily make a living just being a god-tier singer. Like, pick one. <laughs> Absolutely not. They will be amazing at multiple things that yeah. you will never master in your life. 
Exactly, exactly. And I will absolutely despise people for that. Anyway, yeah, that, that's my that's my real quick Ted Lasso review. Um, I don't really. Would have you recommend to it to really. other people? Oh, that's what I say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, season one, at least, absolutely. Season two, um, first half definitely. Second half, if you find yourself starting to not enjoy it, just stop. <laughs> you, you can you can figure out pretty quickly from halfway through how the plot lines are going to go, and there aren't any there isn't anything that's too surprising. I I don't think I didn't I didn't see any I didn't get any big twists. Um, yeah, would recommend. <laughs> Real big roundabout way of saying that. Uh, that does take us to end of round the lounge for this week. Thank you to Seth and Steve for sharing. Um, thank you to Josh for listening. Uh, normally he won't shut up, so it's nice when he can just sit quietly and listen for once. That does bring us now to part two of the episode, which is, of course, the news. And first up this week, we have an article from uh, Kotaku talking about how Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is on track to be the biggest video game movie ever, which, that's a shock to me. I thought, I thought that was still held by Pixels. Uh, Pixels shut was the it. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> shut the fuck up. That's, I haven't even seen Pixels, and I know it's shit. And Pixels is in a league of its own. <laughs> it's true. It's the S tier of video game movies. Understandable, really. Uh, no, it's it's cool that uh, a lesser video, a lesser movie like Sonic the Hedgehog two is getting some traction though. Yeah, to be, uh, to be video fair, game it's, it's, art. well, I mean, it's 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 competing with Morbius, so I mean, <laughs> it's it's not it's hard. <laughs> tough competition. Yeah, the two blockbusters like that going head to head. It one of them had to take the fall. It did. Unfortunate it was such a, that it was, it was such a tough. Yeah, it was such a tough. Uh, it was such a hard-fought fight. Uh, but you know, uh, a small blue hedgehog beats Jared Leto. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, opening weekend in the U.S. It made uh seventy-one U.S. million dollars, and overseas at around like their same weekends openings was an additional one hundred forty-one million U.S. dollars. Uh, apparently the biggest launch for a video game movie and is on track uh, to take the record for the best performing one. Funnily enough, the, the last title was held by Sonic the Hedgehog 1. <laughs> um, <clears throat> do we have the uh, budget for Sonic the Hedgehog 2? I'm not seeing it in this article. I don't think so. Probably not yet. We might get the budget for it later. I wouldn't expect it to be like... like I'm. I would be very surprised if it was more than, say, 50 million. So, you know, that's already pretty good in terms of the return. I'm sure it's probably a lot cheaper than that. But, you know, like worst case, I imagine would be 50. Uh, but yeah, sick, sick to see it do well. Yeah, uh, I, obviously, I went and saw this last week. I enjoyed it a lot and I'm I'm glad it's doing this well. And Paramount's uh, had high hopes for these uh, movies because they already greenlit a third movie and a uh, Paramount Plus TV show based on Knuckles. So they're doing something right with this uh, with this uh, little blue hedgehog, and all because we managed to bully the studio to <laughs> to remove his human teeth. Bully rich people. That is a lesson here. <laughs> so I'm looking um, on the Wikipedia page. Um, the budget for this movie was between ninety and one hundred and ten million dollars. I take that back. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, so I mean, not not as much profit, but they're still still hand over fist. Man. Okay. Yeah, uh, it almost made that in one weekend from the US alone, which is yeah, pretty yeah. good. I mean, I mean, again, it's no pixels, but um, no, I, I'm, uh, I'm gonna be. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with uh, Hedgehog Three, just because Jim Carrey's discussing retirement now, and uh, you know, are we just gonna like Johnny Depp him partway through a trilogy? I, I guess we'd have to, but 
No, it, they it would... they already said um that if uh, if he does go through with retirement, they're not going to replace him. They'll just, just... Get rid of Eggman. Yeah, they'll <laughs> yeah. just let Eggman dies off screen. <laughs> Eggman's gone to his home planet. Well, don't forget Eggman goes this to a farm. Year... <laughs> yeah, the farm update. But don't forget this year we have one of the greatest actors of our time performing a most loved video game character. So we will soon be in the Sonic and Mario and the Olympic Games verse. That's true. We'll actually get a movie crossover. That's amazing. Um, I also realized we've now spent four minutes talking about Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which, excellent meme, but we should probably move on. Uh, next up, Sonic the Hedgehog... Oh, wait, shit, wrong one. No, I'm kidding. Um, next up, we have uh, Nintendo buying a studio, but the studio is a land. Yeah, they bought the building across the road from their main building. Which is funny, because you, you, could, you could technically say that they acquired a studio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> technically not wrong yeah. yeah not wrong not right but definitely not <laughs> okay wrong. calm down Steve basically they're doing this to just expand their R&D and their capital investments uh, projects so basically they needed a second building to make the switch to yeah because you know with one they can only do like one or the other of the joy cons but with two buildings you can get a left and right joy con so it makes sense really and they'll both still drift yeah I was gonna say <laughs> the buildings will drift <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> excellent and the cherry on top of this they've uh, they're going to call the building corporate headquarters development center building number two beautiful man Can't how can to put that on a postcard game like nintendo the, the game company like nintendo that has such good names for their consoles like the wii and the wii u and the, the new 3ds xl how do they know <laughs> I just don't know the name you convention. Yeah, it doesn't even have the word new in the building name. What are, what are, what are they supposed to do with that? Oh, well. It's hope it works out for them. Uh, I don't think there's much more that we can really add to that. Um, thanks to Kotaku for that article. Uh, next up on the list, we have uh, Vicarious Visions doing one last hurrah via Twitter. Yeah, pour one out for Vicarious Visions. They're, they're fully merged with Blizzard Entertainment now. I believe their, their new name is uh, Blizzard Albany because that's where their development studio is based out of. Mm. Um, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're just going to be sent to the Blizzard Mines now. No more, uh, no more revivals or projects that they care about. Uh, they going to the Xbox. For over 30 years, Vicarious Visions has made hundreds of exciting games, and we are proud to be able to do so for the passionate fans of Blizzard Entertainment. <laughs> yep, uh, as, as, uh, as someone on Twitter... Uh, rightly as, as said. Tw tw thanks Twitter for crashing. <laughs> yeah, Twitter anon. Thank you for saying this. Uh, thanks for crashing, Tony Hawk. Y'all deserve better. <laughs> well, they're being absorbed into Xbox and Microsoft, so uh, I've got good hopes for them. Uh they'd still be under whatever Blizzard decides to do. Hopefully, Xbox will probably hopefully be they can go roam, roam free on the uh, on the, in the great farm with all the other studios that uh, EA's taken out back and uh, acquired. Blizzard um, is Blizzard is the Activision brand, it's not EA. No, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit. I, I'm not mincing words. <laughs> um, Gonna go the old way of Lionhead or Maxis. Yeah. Uh, or Pandemic or uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ooh, so pandemic, many. you say? Yep. Yep. Shout out to Pandemic fans. <laughs> not not the current one. The, All the, three the, of you. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the radical the entertainment. The the pandemic 2019 reboot. Not a not a good time. <laughs> Wrong pandemic. Anyway, uh, next up on the list, um, we have uh, a big Seth, win wanna, for me. Yeah, you want you want to give us the uh, the the title? 
Yeah, uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle is getting rollback netcode on PS4 and PC on April 14th. Uh, I don't know As what else I can say. resident rollback netcode expert, uh, how do you feel about this? Very excited. More games with rollback is a good thing. Um, unfortunate that they're not adding it to the Switch version, though. Uh, I'm not sure why they're not doing <laughs> it for the Switch, Switch version. <laughs> Basically. Switch. Well, to, to, to do that properly, they need an entire other building at, at, at Nintendo just to figure out rollback netcode for the Switch. So, I mean... Understandable. Nintendo needs to figure out the netcode in general. <laughs> also true. But yeah, uh, they've been doing a beta test for uh, rollback since uh, February on the PC version. So uh, the beta test will end on April 13 and it'll officially be put into PlayStation 4 and PC the day after. So Exciting good news. Exciting times. Yep. Uh, anything, any other comments you want to make on that? No, just very happy that that's happening. Fair enough. Um, next up, I... I actually do not know whether I'm happy or not about this, but we have an article from uh, Kotaku again uh, talking about more PlayStation console exclusive games going to Xbox. Uh, the main driver of this, of course, being Bug Snacks, the game that everyone lords is the greatest reason to buy a PS5 since sliced bread. Bug Snacks yeah. is Bug Snacks is both horrifying and magnificent. The more people to play it, the better. It's that's, also that's kind of my de facto position on this. Yeah, <laughs> it's also leaving the Epic Game Store and going to Steam on PC, so more people will end up playing it on PC. It's finally getting its release date there. <laughs> Everybody's so winning. What you, what Everybody's you mean is people winning. will now play it on PC. <laughs> yeah, that didn't pirate it. <laughs> yeah, it's coming to Game Pass as well, which means I'll get it for free. Um, I've heard How? good things about it. How are they making money on this game? They keep giving it away for free. (laughs) Look, I think they just want people to play it. But uh, at what points do they go, you know, we need to put dinner on the table for our developers. (laughs) We need to keep the doors and lights open at the studio. (laughs) This game just doesn't make sense. Like from from any any way you slice it, I I don't understand how this game works. Uh, And of course it's um, coming to Switch, which means we finally have a Pokemon Arceus killer. Yeah. It looks better than Arceus graphically. I know that's the we worst part the of Switch all of this. Run. We haven't seen the Switch version run yet. Like, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not forget about Kingdom Hearts being streamed onto the Switch. Let's not. I mean, yeah, it I still don't... looks better, but it doesn't play yeah, well. It doesn't wait, play wait, wait, at I... all. From 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 one gamer to another, does Bugsnax have voice acting? Yes, it does. Oh, God yeah. fucking damn it! <laughs> it even has Rita Repulsa from the Power Rangers series. <laughs> Actually, the Arceus killer. <laughs> it's it's actually the Pokemon Snap killer. Since you're actually free walking around taking pictures of the uh, of the bug snacks, that's about I mean, to call them Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> the tasty, tasty Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Do we have Do we have release dates for when this is going to happen? Um, uh, April twenty eighth. Yeah. Um, is is when it's coming out. Jesus, that's um, quick. Yeah, and Xbox and the expansion shadow drops all the time. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, I think yeah. I think we talked about the expansion when it was announced, but that's also dropping the same day, and that's going and, to be for free. Yeah, and we need to remind everyone this expansion is for free. Literally, how does the studio function? I don't know. I, I, will maybe they're yeah. eating bug snacks, but every bug snacks you download, they can eat for a week and self self sufficiently surviving off of their own product. They they probably they're probably just making money off all the deals like. PlayStation pays them for putting it for free on PlayStation Plus that one month, then Xbox <laughs> yeah. pays them and for the Game Xbox. Pass. Yeah, and then Switch... Wait, no, and Epic, then Steam. Epic pays them for the Epic Game Store version. 
Yeah. They they just they're just cru uh, cruising along on all these deals. I man. <laughs> I I I wish I could crack the secret to bug snack success. So I'm I'm looking at um how long to beat.com to sort of see how long bug snacks will be. How long do you guys think this game goes for? 8 hours? hours. Well, the main story can be completed in seven and a half hours. I was close. Yeah, you were very close. Yeah. Hundred percent in twenty. Well, hundred percent in thirteen. I was still uh, close. Yeah, running error. Yeah, what are we? What are we playing? Prices right rules. Fine, you win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First one we both to... lost because I went over. Second one though. Oh, I win that one. I might have to um. <laughs> Go in 100% this game when it comes out just for the funny memes. <laughs> I've been meaning to as well, so maybe I'll do that as well. Yeah. Just so that you can uh, snack on some bugs with the boys. Yeah, exactly. We, we can talk about it on the pod. <laughs> Finally, a new release game we can all get behind. <laughs> I love how we're already like shortening it to the pod. <laughs> it's not even podcasting. You're always too lazy. Our time is too valuable. No, no, it's just too ingrained. You know, it's just, it's just routine. You know, you wake up, get on that grind, get on the pod. On that grind. Moving on, uh, <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> you got another article up. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Stephen, speaking of grinding. <laughs> on that grind. So finally, um, the Xbox Series X mini fidge came to Australia for pre-order. Yay, we did it. We did it. It instantly sold out on EB Games. Yeah, so I I was lucky I got mine through JB. Um, it's Which is also months. sold out now. Yes, yeah, which is... I got there. I got there. Um, but it was $220. Um, Shit, that's um, not bad. I thought it was going to be more than that. It's a fucking bar fridge. Um, so essentially, to bring it up to the top, the highest level. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> when all those memes, when the original Xbox Series X was um, announced and there was this mock-up of it being turned into a fridge, as a bit, Microsoft actually made a life-sized Xbox Series X fridge. And I think they gave away like 100 of those at the bands and what have you but then like the demand was so strong for it like you know what let's make more money by like making a like essentially a mini fridge or a bar fridge that looks like an xbox and yeah um as soon as it came out in the u.s last year i was like i was nearly imported it and it would have cost me like fucking like 600 bucks um <laughs> and i wouldn't have uh, saving a good 400 now yeah yeah i'm, I'm lucky you can buy two more two i could well they're all sold out now sorry man but the best part about it, though, is it has a, um, a USB charging station on it, so you can charge yeah. your fucking controllers on it. And like, yeah, I was just looking at that. They, they've got a <laughs> yeah. USB port on the front. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. I'm, it's as soon it's as, also, as soon as, for size, it's 1.5 times the size of a regular Xbox Series X. Yeah, as, as soon as I bought it, I went in, um, in a fever of my excitement. I went and told my partner, and she's like, where are we going to put it? <laughs> um, in and my now heart, you're single. Yeah, no. Um, she's uh stays outside now, and the Xbox fridge has her bed, so, or her side of the bed. So. Fair enough. Yeah, so that's it. We um, when um, I'm pretty sure Josh got one as well, um, because he doesn't like having money either. So we'll we'll do a, a joint review when it comes out, and we'll let you all know how it goes. Looking forward to that. Uh, of course, we hope that the natural follow up is that now that we have the Xbox uh, Series X replica mini fridge, that KFC will step the fuck up and actually release a video game console. The one that fries your chicken or keeps oh, it warm. Yeah, that one. <laughs> fuck yeah! When's that coming out? They they said it wasn't a joke, didn't they? Yeah, but it never happened. They probably <laughs> only made one for testing and was like, wait a second, putting an oven next to a GPU is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> GPU powers the oven, isn't it? 
I can't remember actually. Can I run they, they, they made one, but they but they made one with the, with the eleven secret herbs and spices. So now they can't sell it for fear of people getting the getting the recipe. Do you reckon it's a KF console or a KFC console? KF console. Yeah, that's a good question. I think surely it's KFC console, right? You say I, KF I console, they... people aren't going to associate that with the brand. They're just like, what the fuck's KF? I mean, it it just keeps it KFC instead of KFCC. <laughs> but like, it's KFC console though. Mm. Okay, can we move on now? Or oh, KF, KF console chicken. Mmm. <laughs> when did that Soldier Boy console? Those got taken <laughs> off the market. Yeah, yeah. Those, the, those, those got done for uh, misleading consumers, I think. <laughs> yeah, Soldier Boy chicken. I think it was literally um, plagiarism of another thing. <laughs> yeah, like, I think it was and just, even then yeah. it was worse, wasn't it? It was like it was plagiarizing, but done even worse. Yeah, I think it was. It, he literally took. Um, it, Chinese bootleg consoles and was reselling them. <laughs> Fuck yes. Uh, anyway, next up on the list, we have an article from Gematsu, uh, Bandai Namco, talking about uh, trademarking the last recollection in Europe and Japan. Um, I am not familiar with this uh, at all. Uh, someone, uh, someone told me that this was like, uh, might be, hang on, I've already lost where we're at. It it might be a new dot hack collection. Yeah. Because the last one was called yeah. Last Recode and this is like the same vein of name, so we don't exactly know that for sure. It's just an estimate. Hmm. It wouldn't and- surprise me. Like I played the um the the other one last year, the Recode collection. Fuck that's ages like fucking dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> so this I do have a vague recollection of hiring the first dot hack game. Uh, from a blockbuster, playing it, loving it, and then having to give it back. And uh, while mom was putting it back, I cried because I thought she would break and buy it for me, but she didn't. Coward. Um, but that those games of age is like fucking dog shit. Like it was fucking awful. Like I, I was just like forcing myself to play through it. I need to give them a try on uh, my own time because I haven't played them yet, but they've been something I want to check out for a long time. And I I can deal with uh, uh jank so. I'll see how that goes. It's, but apparently this there's like four other dot hack games that could be included in this collection if this is what it is. Uh yeah, hack, the, infection, mutation, outbreak, and quarantine. Yeah. Man, the, the, man, yeah. that is that is a bad <laughs> list of words right that is now. Rather unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Well the uh, whole premise of it is that there's like a virus running through this MMO and you're like sort of playing in the MMO, but it, um, is, is it yeah, is it of, like uh lauded as being very realistic so there's this anime called sword art online right? <laughs> yeah there we is. don't talk about it <laughs> so it's essentially that but but anyway, before that we'll yeah, and uh, better we'll look forward to seeing whether or not the rumors are true on that uh next up on the list we have uh ultra instinct sign goku coming to xenoverse 2 now this is a youtube trailer uh done by bandai namco entertainment america uh, can I get both of you to pull up that video? I've already watched it multiple times. <laughs> That's fine. Because I, I keep laughing at it. Could uh, could people just uh, go to the 46 second timestamp, please? Yep. Uh, 46 seconds. It's a picture of his back. Yeah. Yeah, but you need to you need to listen to the audio because I believe this music is very familiar. We're just gonna we're just gonna gloss over the uh, dump truck of an ass that that's being teased oh, to us. So- is that the fuck you're talking about? Stroke. Um, it, yeah. it, 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 an ass worth $80. <laughs> yeah. 
That might be a glowing endorsement from Seth. <laughs> and they're giving it away for free. <laughs> um, I think it, I think they're giving these new characters away for free. I'm I've I haven't played Xenoverse two. I actually looked at getting it when it was on sale ages ago, but I didn't end up pulling the trigger on it. Uh, either of you play it? I do not like the Xenoverse games. They they no, control I'm... too weirdly for me. Which one was the one that was, like, actually really, really good? Was that Fighter Z? Yeah, that was Fighter Z. It's it's in a different vein, though. So Fighter Z is, like, a uh, 2D fighter, whereas Xenoverse is, like, a... I don't want to say an arena fighter, but it's, like, a sort of 3D fighter. It's a bit of a mix of an arena fighter and an RPG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like it's, if 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 you look at like any fight in in Fighter Z, it looks like it's ripped straight out of the anime. Whereas I'm just looking at like the gen- the the general environment in this gameplay trailer of you know Go- Goku Ultra Instinct sign, and it, the characters it looks like, are super glossy. The yeah, arena exactly. is very and, flat. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. it looks like the they're going for a tour through Legends of Arceus. <laughs> sorry, God, you sorry, found Steve. you found, sorry, the, you found Legends, the game that's uh Legends you found the game that's terrible. Arceus. Glory <laughs> shit, not yeah. Uh, it, it's all right. Speaking like, of the, us, <laughs> the best the best part about Xenoverse or the Xenoverse sort of series is that you, you pretty much create your own like sort of self insert character. Um, yeah, um, it, it's it, it's one of those games that it's fun, and then you like after a while, like you probably put like I think I put ten or fifteen hours into it. I'm um, like, okay, I'm bored of it. I'm putting it down. Or maybe I'll go back to it later. Then you never think about it again until this comes up. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, Whoa, people still play that? It's been going on for a long time. Xenoverse 2 has been getting supported for like four years now, I think. It just keeps no. printing money for Bandai Namco, so they have no reason to stop. I didn't think it would be printing that much. I wonder the player counts are looking like. 100% the reason I put this on the docket is because when you get to the 46 second mark, uh, when you're watching this trailer, it, the music just sounds straight up like they stole E1M1 from Doom. And uh, Dragon Ball games have a history of doing this, by the way, because Budokai 3 just straight up stole um, Earth, Wind, and Fire's... uh, Do you remember? Did they? Yeah. such an iconic thing to take. Holy shit, that's ballsy. (laughs) Yeah, I'll have to show you guys this later on, on, but yeah, they just straight up stole that track. That's amazing. Um, I am... So, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, I've seen quite a few episodes of Dragon Ball Z in my time. All of it has been dubbed. Uh, the voice Based. of Goku in this sounds different. Grandma, Grandma Goku. A little. It's a female yeah. that does the voice in the Japanese dub. Yeah, uh, the woman that does uh, Goku's voice now is an, is like a tiny eighty year old woman. I see. So this is like true to to I guess the the, the, the sub show. Yeah, yeah. They they Dragon Ball games always use the uh, original voice actors for both the sub and the dub. I mean, that, that's cool. It's just very different to what I remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. Goku sounds very different in the sub. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's too much more we need to add to that. Uh, the other YouTube trailer we have uh, is uh, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes Mysterious Mercenary trailer from Nintendo. Uh, I three Fire Emblem... Um, three. What, what's the actual game? Three houses. Three houses. Yeah. Three houses. Um, three houses took my interest, but everyone said that it's such a big investment, and I already have such a backlog of games that are big investments that I I feel like Fire Emblem is one that I'd I'd get into if I played, but I just haven't, and I'm kind of glad that I haven't. I think it's like a hundred hours to do all three paths. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Four even. That. 
I think it's yeah. four paths in the main game because one of the paths has a split as well. And then they also added an extra DLC path later on. So it's a big game. So where does Three yeah. Hopes fit into this? Is this DLC? This is no, a... No, this, yeah, this is a, this is a spin-off where it's a uh, Dynasty Warriors-style game yeah, it's, it's that Warriors is doing its game. own story with its own three separate branching storylines in okay. that same universe. Right, because the combat looked so different, and I was wondering if I just missed something with what Three Houses combat was that I remember. Yeah, no, no, this is a Dynasty Warriors clone. Gotcha. Okay. But um, the interesting they- thing about this trailer is that they're showing Byleth, which was the main character from Three Houses, is the villain for this game. Very interesting. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything to add to that. That's cool. Yeah, I I only, <laughs> I'm not going to get it because the only Warriors game I play are the One Piece Warriors games. Um, but I'm, it just got me excited to do another run through of Three Houses. Um, so I'll have to do that. Stay tuned. I'm, interest, I, I'm interested. I'm interested in the fact. Yeah, <laughs> I'm interested in the fact that they've made they're, they're advertising that Byleth's a villain. I I I doubt that's going to end up being what's the case. Like mm. when, uh, when they advertised some old Resident Evil games, they did. Oh, Chris looks like the villain in uh, RE8, and uh, DMC4 was being advertised as Dante is the villain, and both of those were not the case. So it or, could just be a fake out for this as well. But, or in Steve's case, people that get uh, strawberry milkshakes and Krispy Kreme are the villain, but they actually turn out to be the good guys. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to skip that comment. The best part <laughs> about this game coming out though means that we're actually getting another Smash character. <laughs> that's true no that's no true. smash I, ultimate I, I, is done but we're getting another yeah, smash sure. game yeah wink yeah. wink and, and it's, entirely, need, it's entirely it's entirely fire characters character. they need Sorry, some Sora. they need something for the for the switch the switch finally the switch. that name's gaining traction <laughs> tried so hard to push that name glad to see it's finally catching on the last point I want to bring up as well is that both the main character uh, I think they're called Shez in this uh, Shez and Byleth both can be uh, chosen, the male and female variants for the storyline that you're doing. So both, that that's pretty neat. Yeah, the same thing. The Three Houses did the same thing. Um, no, no, I mean, like, both, both of them. So, like, your main character, Shez, you get to choose between male and female, but you also get to choose Byleth being male or female. You don't usually get that oh, sort of okay. thing. Oh, okay, interesting. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was just Byleth was canon, or the... In the Canon um, with around air quotes was canon female, but then at the same time, who cares? Um, but that's no, cool, they're doing that though. That's cool. Hmm. Uh, next up on the list, we have an oopsie from Sony. Um, big, big oopsie. Uh, people big. Buy, buy a game that expired 50 years ago. Uh, oops, you know, could have happened to anyone really. Um, real easy mistake to make. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oopsie. <laughs> I I don't know what's going on because uh yeah, so to put into like perspective of what's happening, people are buying games like Chrono Cross or Chrono Trigger, some old uh PS1 uh, uh retro games on their PS3s and PS Vitas, and they can't launch them because for some reason there's an expiry date of uh nineteen sixty-nine on these. And uh, that nice. is a that is a <laughs> nice. very odd and specific thing. Apparently, the specific date has some sort of meaning in tech that um that <laughs> yes lines up with something. Would yes. you like to elaborate on that, if <laughs> Pat? Since I, you I seem can. To know about it's just, it, 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 it's just like it. It was the most like uh 
that that was the most like boomer trying to understand tiktok uh explanation that I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> apparently it has some sort of meaning in tech or something um yeah. so the the date that it's being locked to is uh december 31st 1969 and there's a fairly popular date which is used for like systems uh which just starts as like it's called like unix epoch time which starts january 1st 1970 so a lot of date tracking will be like relative to 1970 because generally speaking computers weren't around before then so it's generally a pretty safe bet to to start times there um decided arbitrarily pretty much or there's probably some history that i don't really give a shit about but everyone's thinking that uh there's just some uh like something happened somewhere in sony's back end where a bunch of these probably ended up getting wiped so they're getting replaced with default values where the default value is just 1970 so oopsie <laughs> yeah and uh people think that this is happening because they're probably going through their back catalog now for that new playstation plus service uh yeah some some people are pointing the finger off they're locking these because they're going to push that service and they're going to make the PS3 and Vita versions redundant. I don't think that's the case. I think it's just some sort of technical hiccup that they've fucked up somehow. And Sony's Sony's fucked up uh, this sort of stuff multiple times, so it's not surprising. And I mean, maybe I, I we'll like, hear about a fix fairly soon because this I, is a big story. I feel like if, if Sony were to decide that they want to uh, purposefully expire everything to 50 years ago in favor of people being able to stream it as part of their new PlayStation Plus service, <clears throat> they could probably just go coffin shopping now. Um, you know, save themselves the effort of trying to draw it out for too much longer because they would go down in flames. Uh, but yeah, hopefully that gets resolved. The good news is uh, if it's just like... Uh, uh, mistake, there's probably some database that has all this stuff sorted, so it's probably relatively easy to fix once they figure out what the cause of the issue is, but yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, thank you to Kotaku for that article. Uh, next up, second to last on the list, we have uh, rumors of a new Tactics Ogre game coming from Squeenix, because Squeenix have given us such bangers as um, hmm, no, I'm sure they've done like a game that was probably good at some point, but uh, we have just just uh, a little game known as Final Fantasy VII. True, but I'm thinking Final more like Did Babylon's they, Fall and, uh, and all the shit more recently. <laughs> yeah, live action Avengers uh, game. That was the best. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, right. If, Avengers, if we're, going, that if, we're if we're going that route, then uh, Belan Wonderworld. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's true. Right. That's how they did that. Nothing but bangers from Squeenix. Um, so we have an article from Gamatsu talking about how they have trademarked Tactics Ogre Reborn. I've never played a Tactics Ogre game. I'm surprised I, that it was a series. I've never even heard of them, yeah. No. Yeah, I, I always thought these were an offshoot of uh, the Final Fantasy Tactics games, but turns out they're something completely different. But they're also strategy RPG games. So uh, unfortunate name for, for my own sort of um, internalization of what these games are. But no, uh, <laughs> you buy it like, oh man, Squeenix must be Final Fantasy Tactics. This is gonna be great. Why the fuck? What do you is mean? There's <laughs> why is there no Evilise? <laughs> um, no, but uh, the uh, the kind of biggest story behind this so is that this was uh Tactics Ogre Remaster was something that was uh, uh put into the data a database leak that Nvidia GeForce had which has also correctly shown that um, Axe Razor Re uh, Renaissance was happening, uh, the Chrono Cross remaster was happening, uh, Final Fantasy VII Integrate was happening, another voice of cards 
And the next game we'll be talking about, we're all on that leak. So this is just more credence that well, whatever was on that NVIDIA leak is definitely happening at some point. Is <laughs> now confirmed canon. <laughs> yeah, there's been way too many games announced that was on that leak to go, no, that was fake. And finally, lucky last, uh, Seth has some news he'd like to share with the class. Take it away, Seth. Okay, so uh, 20th anniversary events of um, Kingdom Hearts happened the last uh, weekend that just passed, and a lot of big things were announced. So They doxed uh, Sora. Can't believe well, Sora got take, took out of Smash. Wow, they're really not fucking around. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Don't worry, lads. Quite, quiet. Um, first off, they announced that uh, Kingdom Hearts Dark Road, the very popular and not at all a time-wasting mobile game, will be getting its uh, last update that um, fully uh, finishes the story on August 2022. And uh, uh, I also want to point out that uh, this uh, the team that was making Unchained uh, content got disbanded quite a while ago. So that's why they're doing this in one big batch, because there's no team to do it in periodic updates. Uh, only two animators are working on this game at the moment, and they've been grinding on this game since the middle of last year by themselves. Uh, so, so it should be out any day now. Maybe the end of the year, you reckon? No, I, I think I think um it'll hit August because this was meant to come out uh last year, I believe, at the end of last year, and then they had to delay it. And they, they just went, Yeah, we'll we'll announce when it's happening um at a later time. So I think they're fairly confident in August release. Um but yeah, this this will basically clear up the last remaining plot lines of um Unchained Key and Dark Road and some other stuff involving Xehanort. So keep an eye on that. Next up was a new mobile game is happening. And I, I just want to say that when this trailer first started up, I thought this was going to be an MMO game. And as soon as the trailer shifted to show the uh, the phone aspects ratio, I, I just I put my face down onto the table. It sucked for me. Um... This is also another continuation to the um, Unchained Key storyline. Uh, now it's taking place between the events of Unchained Key and Dark Road. And they're saying it's going to be a six-player game as well. It's going to support up to six players. Um, on the same phone? But, no, not on the same phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see yeah. them try. Well, fuck, well, now you I'm got, not like, interested anymore. So there are these things called folding phones, right? But if you fold them all together make some sort of megazord phone <laughs> what if what if we folded what if, what, what if we split our uh, samsung fold into two into left and right joy cons and drifted together drift away initial d um yeah uh this is going to be more of an action game than what uh unchained key was as more along like what you'd expect from the mainline series uh it can be played in portrait or landscape modes and uh, uh, it's got a beta test scheduled for fall 2022. Um, they did also say that there's like two modes to this game. There's going to be like a story aspect where you just kind of go through the story and play through it. But there's also going to be a Pokemon Go aspect to it where you can have it out while you're going around walking and everything and collecting materials for that story mode. But um, Nomura, the overseer and director of the Kingdom Hearts series, doesn't like Pokemon Go. so. That's kind of like in there because Square Enix wants a Kingdom Hearts 
Pokemon Go, but he made the story mode so that people can play just sitting at home like he wants to do. Fair enough. I can respect that. Yeah, kind of, yeah. I can respect that as well. I'm not really sure what it means, but... Um, I mean, sorry, sorry. I should have... Uh, I'm not sure what this Kingdom Hearts story means in total. Um, and I and let me re- rephrase that again. I do not want to know the ex- extended <laughs> Kingdom Hearts story that I recognise. Not a lot of people in that trailer. Thank, <laughs> thank you for clarifying that, Steve. It was real touch and go for a sec there. Yeah, I was I, worried that Seth was going to start going and we'd have to just kick him out of the chat or something. And he's still going. No, no, I'd still keep going and just... Uh, I, I've got all my audio to go. I can talk to myself about Kingdom Hearts for like half an hour. Um. Anyway. Uh, so after that, they uh, shifted into the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer. And something that was pretty cool about this, actually, well, I think it's cool anyway. I don't know about you guys. But um, the beginning shot shows, like, the interior of this building. And that was the building where they were at for the event. So basically, they were just kind of flexing and showing, like, just, out- just outside the room where they people were watching the trailer and just showing, like, how good the graphics are where they can recreate the exact building everyone was standing inside of. Um, then it goes on to show some forest area, which I will get into because this forest gameplay... It, I, sorry, I'll get into that a little later because that forest kind of showed something maybe that people are very excited about. And then we cut to Sora, who has brand new clothes after Kingdom Hearts 3. He, um... He runs into Strelitzia, a character from uh, the mo- original mobile games. And uh, there's a lot going on in here that I can't elaborate on too much without spoiling Steve. Uh, since he was still going through the series, I'll let him get through Kingdom Thank Hearts you. 3 and Melody of Memory much. and everything. Thank <laughs> yeah, you very I, much. I, I won't go into story specifics. But um, yeah, uh, then it goes into gameplay where Sora's running through the streets. He's going against a big new design for dark side and uh this this is all running in engine but i don't think this is um actual gameplay this looks very much like proof of concepts uh we should put a bunch of animations to make a cutscene, but all of this is kind of achievable within unreal engine because this is again going uh they're doing this trailer specifically in unreal engine 4 but they've said that they're going to be moving the project over to Unreal Engine 5 now that that's released. So, so does that mean they essentially have to start the project again? No, no, not at all. If you uh, listen to last week, Steve. Yes, yeah. all of Unreal 4 could be ported into Unreal 5. But wouldn't you want to do more things? Like Maybe because well, my concept of game design is very close to nil. Like it goes in the factory machine. The factory machine works for 20-hour <laughs> weeks for 365 days. And then I get Cyberpunk 2077. Um, uh <laughs> Epic Games has basically shown that um, uh, moving a project from Unreal 4 to Unreal 5 is as easy as opening up the project files in Unreal 5 and then pressing a button to turn on all the Unreal Engine 5 features. Ah, okay. That's cool. Yeah, so magic. everything that they've... Uh, ev- yeah, basically magic. Everything they've, <laughs> everything they've worked on up to now does not have to be restarted, which is Steve, it's, fantastic. It's, it's so simple that even Cyberpunk 2077 could do it. It is simple and clean. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You did not just fucking do that. Oh. That was very that was that was fucking simple and clean, I'll give you that much. Um Jesus. Anyway, Christ. um after Sora as uh, after Sora deals with the um with the 
heartless. It cuts to a shot of uh, Donald and Goofy walking through what I assume is the Olympus Coliseum underworld because a blue flame pops up and uh, based on the voice, I assume that is Hades. Uh, getting into some deeper details that happened afterwards because I'm kind of mixing between what's happening in the trailers and what's happening from question and answers that happened afterwards. Um, they can't say much about the game right now. They basically only showed it to avoid leaks. Uh, too late for that because it showed up in the NVIDIA leak. Yeah, it's getting more real. Yeah, it's getting more and more real. Everything that was shown in the trailer is running in real time, so nothing was pre-rendered. This takes place during... This takes place exactly after uh, Melody of Memory. And the art style that was shown in the trailer is because of specifically where they are in this world, like uh, the world of Quadratum. So in Kingdom Hearts 3, they changed textures and art styles depending on the world. And this is just further proof that this is um is still happening. So this more realistic Final Fantasy style is specifically because of that world. And they showed Donald and Goofy at the end to show that the original Kingdom Hearts art style will still be in the game. Uh, they're still in the progress of uh, selecting what worlds will be in the game. And uh, Nomura was torn. <laughs> so this this is very much a me-specific thing because I don't... Uh, I assume that Steve and Patrick know nothing about this, but I want to get it out there. Uh, Nomura was torn between uh, doing Verum Rex or Kingdom Hearts 4 for the next title, and he discussed this with um, the co-director of the Kingdom Hearts games, Tai Yasu. And they decided to go with Kingdom Hearts 4 because they can't do two big console games at once. And he felt like fans were very worried about Sora, uh, Sora's state of affairs at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3. So they want to answer what's happening with that. Um, yeah, so to go back to the, um, the forest that was shown from earlier, uh, there's a, a lot of people are theorizing that this forest that was shown is Endor because for a little bit of a, one of the frames, it looks like at the top of the corner you can see a back of an ATST's leg. So uh, I just want to get your guys' thoughts. What do you think of uh, uh, Endor being in a Kingdom Hearts game if this is what's happening? Neat. Neat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the kind of answer you, big fella. Um, I'm excited. It'll probably come out in like about 15 years, you reckon? Probably on Unreal Engine 6, but we'll get there. Man, I'm so sick of that joke. <laughs> the, King the Kingdom Hearts games don't actually take all that long to make. It's just that 3 was long because they had to restart on a new engine because the original engine sucks shit, so they had to restart everything on Unreal Engine 4. And they had to do like 40 spin-off games in the meantime. Ah, uh, that was more like those things were happening in between uh, 2 and 3 anyway, and they were always meant to be like... Two leads into Birth by Sleep, which leads into Dream Drop Distance. So it's not really spin-offs, more like they were putting off doing the number three for a long time. Mm. I don't really have a horse in the race for Kingdom Hearts, uh, but of the people who I know who are massive Kingdom Hearts fans, they would, I'd imagine, be fairly excited that there's a Star Wars world in a Kingdom Hearts game. But I, that's just as, that that that's just like you know that that's my impression of uh, some of my mates. Yeah, for me personally, I'm surprised that they're going with um episode six. I would have thought that they'd do a new hope instead. 
as like their first visit to Star Wars. Because if this is Star Wars, this is the first time they're doing it. So I would have assumed that they do the original film before they did the end of the original trilogy. Because I can't think of if Kingdom Hearts has ever done a world where they're like smack dab in the middle or the end of a Disney plotline and not at the beginning of it. God, that feels weird to say Star Wars, Disney still. I know we've had like the entire sequel trilogy, but it still feels weird to think of the original trilogy as Disney. Could you imagine if they started smack at the end? Like the first thing you see is the the, um, final moment in uh, episode nine. That'd actually be interesting because it wouldn't just be a repeat of the movie plots. They'd be doing something new with that setting. All right, I take that back. Imagine that they just play out the events of episode nine. I want it to be episode eight. I want them to follow um, uh, Poe and Rose around because that was the most important part of it. What, just just be on a spaceship for 90 minutes and then credits? Yes. Nice. Gameplay, let's go. Hopefully it's 69 minutes. I want the entire entire game to be on that casino planet. (laughs) Like what, I I want the question answered to what about that kid that was apparently force sensitive right at the end? What's his I, story? I, I want it to be just on the ship where you constantly have to hold down a button. Otherwise, if you stop, the uh, ship behind you catches up to you and you die. <laughs> but if you hold it down for 90 minutes, uh, you win. You beat the level. You know, the Death Star would have been... Uh, okay, so Death Star would have been neat, but I can kind of see Tatooine... Uh, not Tatooine, sorry. Endor being interesting because you could do a mix between space combat and land combat. Because uh, Kingdom Hearts does have space combat in it, so you could do the mix of the two for the one level. I hope they have the uh, Moana world. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, Moana world would be fun. I still want a princess and a frog world. Yeah, haven't seen like that movie, actually, both. To be honest. Like a princess world and a frog world, or a world where they coexist. A world where they coexist. I thought the princess turns into that's, a frog. That, that, I, that, I that sounds it. like class mixing to me, and I will not stand for it. I, I just mostly want that because I think the villain and the voodoo magic would be very interesting for a Kingdom Hearts game. Fair enough. I hope they have a live action Lion King world. That'd be funny. I, I <laughs> live want... action. Unreal Engine 5 Lions. <laughs> so, so you know how Agrabah has been in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, right? It's in like all of them, but yeah. I want live action Agrabah in this. Yeah, that's true. Um then it would be canon that, um, oh, Will Smith slapping Sora. We've done it, fellas. <laughs> it sold millions. It'd be fantastic. Who knew that that slap was actually leaked in the uh, NVIDIA leaks? God, not me. I thought that leak was fake until recently. <laughs> it, it took Kingdom Hearts 4 to convince me that leak was real. But yeah, no, uh, I, I'll put a pin in that Kingdom Hearts discussion for now. Sweet, obviously. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure we'll hear more about it as we uh, as we go along. But uh, overall, excited. I take it. Extremely excited. I've been very excited for Kingdom Hearts Four, like ever since the secret ending of Kingdom Hearts Three. They they showed they were taking things in a different direction with that, and I'm very keen on what they're doing with it. Sweet. I have to play Kingdom Hearts Three and. Breath by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance and Melody of Memory and 2.8 and whatever else there is. After a two. lot of games. You you okay there, Steve? You 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 you, you got less and less excited as you as you, yeah. as you went on. He he realized how big the series was after two. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh well, I've got it. I've owned, I own it all. They're just sitting on my Xbox. Just do you it. own it all or is it all on Game Pass? No, I actually do own it all because I bought them in 2019. And then in That's early right. You talked about this before. Yeah, and then early 2020, it came to Game Pass. And I'm like, life is suffering. Are they still on Game Pass, actually? Or did they no, get they removed? Actually, they, got, they got removed. Um, but then at the same time, that might have encouraged me to go faster if I knew they were going. Well, the, the good news is, um, you know, if, if you don't own them, you can stream them directly via your Switch. I, I heavily do not suggest that. Like, not even as a bit. Do not do that. <laughs> uh, anyway, that does bring us to the end of the news this week. Uh, time for an audience question. Wow, look at that. Uh, so, big fan of the show. Tom writes in, he asks, what aspects should someone who is moderately into games but hasn't purchased a console in... 16 years consider when choosing a current gen console asking for a friend yeah all right what's he asking asking for you steve are you are you his friend you're looking to buy a, a proper console yes. not not your, mean? Uh, not your shitty xbox, xbox? <laughs> well unless they've got the pc2 coming out soon i don't think i'll be buying <laughs> one of those pc2 they're still running steam engines like bro we've got combustion engines now we don't need steam wow look at that that was a, a weirdly high iq joke for you you feeling okay <laughs> well, that Kingdom Hearts chat seems to got, seem to have gotten to you. I saw a funny meme about it, so I've, it's um, it's so just fresh in the brain. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is an interesting one because I also like the the Switch is the I'm pretty sure is the last console that I've bought, unless I'm missing something really obvious. But that was back in 2016, I think. Yeah, 17, 17, 17. Shoot, man been a while but yeah so that yeah. that was five years ago and i don't think i've bought any other console since the one before that would have been my 3ds so what what i'm saying is i don't really uh, i'm i'm not a good person to ask about this because i don't have anything current gen um well Seth, the switch is you, current you, gen yeah. yeah switch is current gen <laughs> okay like debate it like i bought it five years ago it's debatably current gen <laughs> When the Switch comes out, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holding out for the Switch, that that'll be the one. I'll I'll be I'll be, be first in line at, for that one. It'll be announced at E3. I so to <laughs> legitimately to, outside EB Games. Legitimately to answer the question, I think it comes down to games and what's on offer. So, uh, Steve Steve talks up Xbox and everything all the time, but to me, I don't have a need for an Xbox myself because. Uh, everything that they do on Xbox, they um, also release on PC. So I'm set in that department. So that just leaves me with like PlayStation and Nintendo as my options. And I do both. <laughs> I, I get everything covered basically. So um, if you're just in the market of trying to get one, uh, just look what like video game wise, what are they offering? And uh, uh, take, because that's the most important thing for a video game console what games are you going to be playing on it you want to make sure they're what you want to play and what you're going to be happy with so go for that so on yeah. that, uh sorry i'm just gonna cut in quickly steve um on that that that's an interesting point though because if you look at something like the ps5 right this is entirely hypothetical i'm not sure that there's a right answer here but because you you have a ps5 right yeah yeah so uh ps5 for those of you who don't remember <laughs> has been uh chronically uh in high demand uh people scalping it all the time all of that stuff and i think you could also argue that it's had a fairly slow release of uh like there, there weren't a huge number of launch titles there were good launch titles but there haven't been a huge number of them 
So yeah. if, you, if you balance out how rare they are to get alongside what games either are available or are coming up, would you be looking more at what you could play, like, let's say you go buy a PS5 tomorrow. Would you be looking more at what you can go and play tomorrow? Or would you be looking at that and going, I, I want a PS5 because eventually all these games that are in the pipeline will come out, even if that's not immediate. Like, does that change your decision-making process at all? Or did that change yours? So taking into consideration that Tom's question is, uh, they haven't purchased, well, their friend hasn't purchased a console in 16 <laughs> yeah, good years. Good <laughs> yeah, um, I'd say the PS5 would be worth it right away for them because they've got the entire back catalogue of PS4 games as well to go through. Ooh, and good they're, point. They're also heavily improved on PS5, so it's just a straight-up good way to get into it because you've got the PS4 library to go through, you've got what little there is exclusively on the PS5, and uh, you're getting, like, the best bang for your buck for uh, those games with that console. Not to mention, for the highest PlayStation Plus uh, subscription, you can stream PS3 games. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Yeah, so the counterpoint to that and this is once again me shilling Xbox, is that the Microsoft sort of suite with Xbox is now the whole games as a service thing with uh, Game Pass, which is a lot better. Is it? And it also comes down to what type of games you want to play. If you don't know what games you want to play, Game Pass is a fantastic addition because there's so many titles on there from your really popular ones like Halos or... Um, having a complete mental blank, but like Dragon Ball Fighter Z, is I remember we were speaking about that before. And to your weird lesser known ones, like the entirety of the Yakuza series, um, to, and they did have Kingdom Hearts on there before, and they've even got some niche ind- indie titles like Subnautica or Outer Wild. So, and with the acquisition that Xbox is doing with studios, is all the Bethesda games are coming. Like Starfield, one of the biggest games of 2022, is coming out on that console, Game Pass Day One, and it's a big thing. Of, they're spruiking it. So essentially you can, even if you don't know what you want to play, you can buy Xbox. You get three months of Game Pass for a dollar, I think, of what it is. Check it out. If you like it, keep on with Game Pass. Use a VPN to Argentina and get three years for like a hundred bucks. Um, you're golden. <laughs> you don't really have to buy another game unless you really want to. Doesn't that mean you have to play every game subbed? No. That's <laughs> yes. how it works. See, the, I, 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 <laughs> See, I was... Yes. <laughs> No, no. I'm to to follow up on what Steve just said. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really take that perspective because I, I kind of looked at the question and kind of just imagined that maybe this friend of uh, Tom's already has a PC that's well done, and they're just kind of looking at the console market and going, well, what can I get from there? And on the PC side, you're covering the Xbox Game Pass stuff with the Game Pass as on PC as well, so you could just point to them and go hey, get, uh, get PC Game Pass and you get kind of like the same sort of library that the Xbox has. Yeah, that's true. And even, even with um, the basic um, Xbox... Actually, no, sorry, you only get it with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. But you can stream games to your PC or your phone as well. So even if you've got like a shitty laptop from like 10 years ago, as long as you've got a... don't want to say a good internet connection in Australia, but as long as you've got a stable internet <laughs> connection... <laughs> Um, with all the rain, it's not doing me any favors at the moment. Copper wire, but, baby, let's go. Yeah, but then at the same time, it also turns out what the the person's travel time is. Like if they have to travel an hour into work 
there and back from work each day. A Switch is fantastic because you can hold that, and because it's just yeah, a, definitely. Uh, and that's got a lot of games that are quite fun, and a lot of games are coming to the Switch these days. And Nintendo is really getting big, big with their sort of indie scene. So there's a shit ton of games on there. It, it, the thing that I do, and I always was. Um, deciding on whether to upgrade the console would be like, am I actually buying the console for the sake of consumer hype or am I buying the console because there are a bunch of games I want to play? And that's why And for waited. Xbox, it's more of column A and for PlayStation, it's more of column B. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And with the Xbox Series X, I bought that um, with Josh as well on release. Realistically, not, not because there were any games coming out on it, but they'd be but because they could play all my old games in a bit more of a, they could upscale it to 4K and they could boost some games up to 60 frames per second and load times were significantly reduced. So it wasn't about the new games coming out, but because of these new generation of consoles can play the old games better. Um, it's just, you can go back and revisit all the classics that you might've missed. Yeah, and Xbox's back compat is also a very good, uh argument Very... for going that route because they did such a fantastic job on it yeah you can buy a bunch of old xbox 360 games off ebay for like 10 bucks for like 20 games probably 90 percent of them will run um and then most of them will be like yeah cool like there's a upgraded version of this we'll download it for you no no additional payment required to put the disc in and you're ready to go so the the <laughs> only thing that i want to add to this conversation uh, is that if we rewind time to five years ago uh, young pre-COVID me, uh, just as good looking. Uh, don't worry. Um, he was looking at purchasing a Nintendo Switch, and he had options of, you know, PlayStation Four and whatever Xbox console for, uh, you know, was out at a similar time. But for me, the calculus was uh, slightly different. It was actually less about what games were available. Uh, when, uh, when you are five years ago, me. You're living in a flat with a bunch of other people with, if you're lucky, one TV and maybe a computer monitor if you have a desktop, but otherwise some shitty laptop screen. So for me, the Switch was sort of a no-brainer because not only did the marketing absolutely suck me in as it being like this hyper-portable, socially-focused console, but it was also a good blend of if I'm moving flats every year, which of course, when you're a student, you typically do until you find somewhere stable. Um, it's not it's not an issue when you're moving from a place to a place and you're not sure who you're living with or what the situation or setup's going to be because the, the the Switch is probably the most self-sufficient console uh, that you can get. Uh, and that combined with games that uh, generally suit kind of like a, you know, pull out Mario Party slash Super Smash Ultimate or something at like a flat party, it's it just goes well. So... Um, I guess the only thing that I'd add to that conversation is, uh, you know, if you haven't bought a console in a bunch of time, uh, it's not as simple as just buying one now, un you know, unless you, you are in some sort of stable living situation, but not everyone listening might be in that. And, you know, if you are in a fairly transient position, something like a Switch, or I don't think anyone would recommend buying a 3DS now, despite how good the games are that are still available for it, but something portable, like, Having something portable is, is very underrated when, when you have a transient housing situation, I'll say that. Yeah, and portable consoles are, like, massive in Japan for a reason like that. And I don't know, for some reason, I feel like 
our market is more like focused on people staying at home all the time and playing, which is why consoles are more dominant. But mm. yeah, no, the Switch perfectly hits that ground of uh, the type of quality you want from a video game console while also being highly portable and take it anywhere and like any sort of lifestyle it works with. Interesting. Um, cause I, I don't think we've got too much more to add to like the core question, but I'm just going to randomly throw an extension into that. Uh, I know that the steam deck isn't properly available in Australia, but let's say that it is just hypothetically, would you consider the steam deck a current gen console? Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. I'd argue what- that it's a switch killer. What what decision making would make it more would make you more or less likely to get it compared to say a console? Is it as simple as the portability aspects of the Switch just on a PC level, or what are your thoughts? It's just portability of it. That's literally the only point of difference. Like the only th- yeah, a Steam Deck is essentially a portable PC. Yeah, um, it's basically a Switch laptop. <laughs> yeah, and you run a lot more. We use broader access of games and it because it's already paired up with your steam library you don't even have to buy any more games like okay i already own 40 fucking million games from like humble bundle sales or like 90 percent off sales it yeah it's when it does come to australia it's is it probably four or five years too late because the switch has already got that market probably um but it's probably something that i'm personally going to be looking at um, because the laptop that i've got at the moment it's just a bit bulky to sort of play games it's just not as comfortable there's nothing comfier than like lying down on the couch after a long day of work which is sitting in the desk like 10 meters away <laughs> and then like booting up the switch <laughs> yeah yeah fair enough yeah. uh yeah or in the before times when it was sunny i would take my switch onto the balcony and bask in the sun like the reptile i am um, and just sort of squint my <laughs> eyes with the glare yeah but i i think i think that that's also worth pointing out right is that just because it's it, just because someone might now be in a position of oh you know I, I can't afford a current gen console the there is an argument to be said for like ps5 solid you know big hitter series x whatever i'm sure is also a big hitter i'm just not familiar with the xbox ecosystem but uh you know if there is something on the horizon whether or not you hold out for that i'm not saying we're going to get a playstation 6 anytime soon but you know what i mean like something like the steam deck is kind of like an underrated it's not available now but it will be soon but it is, as you say, a current-gen console. It's just not available yet. But I'd say that it goes under the radar when you talk about what console to buy. May I also suggest looking to the past and going on eBay to get a PlayStation Vita? What games are on the Vita? All of them. Just homebrew yeah, it. Yeah, you can emulate it. Well, that's another thing to point out as well. Like, don't buy a current-gen console just for the sake of buying a current-gen console. Like, if all the games you want are on, like, the previous gen, like just your Xbox Ones or your PS4s, Pick one of those up for cheap and play those games. There's... Yeah, and they are very cheap now. Yeah, yeah and don't get, yeah, don't only, get sucked the... into newer is better. Like, yeah, it, it, it is, but you, you don't need it. <laughs> don't, don't just consume for the sake of consuming. The, the only counterpoint to that really is that by buying a PS5 or an Xbox Series X that uh, the PS4 and Xbox One libraries are just improved on those consoles. Yeah, and who, who knows how long the life cycle of them, like when will they stop releasing games for the Xbox One or the PS4? Uh, I don't know that there's a huge amount more we can add to the conversation. Any final thoughts from either of you? I've sort of said all I want to say about it. Yeah, no, it's, it's a complicated question that more comes down to like what you're looking for. It's 
you gotta you gotta ask yourself like what do i want a console for and go uh based on that you gotta you gotta look at yourself in the mirror and think how did i get here is this rock bottom i want to why do i have all this disposable income (laughs) if you think you've got too much disposable income you can let us know um yeah hopefully that we're looking for sponsors <laughs> true if you have too much disposable income and you happen to be crispy cream <laughs> let us know uh no hopefully that answers your question tom uh if you or someone that you know wants to wants us to answer a question uh get in touch we are on twitter at fast travel lounge minus one of the l's uh facebook i'm gonna have to say that every week till the till the day i die aren't i um, Facebook at Fast Travel Lounge with both L's, boom, big win. Um, or ye old-fashioned mailbag, fasttravellounge at gmail.com. Uh, if you've enjoyed what you're hearing, feel free to give us a pick one from the following list. Like, rate, like, rate subscribe, share, five-star review, comment. Uh, I think I've hit most of the buzzwords. Uh, talk, you know, if, if, you, if you're that way inclined. Don't know if that's what the kids are doing these days. What the fuck um, is the talk? What the fuck? I don't fucking know. I heard it once and I'm scared. Are you, oh, um, are you having a stroke? <laughs> I think he is. We should, we should hurry up and wrap this up. It's the, it's the sugar crash, man. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that does bring us to the end of episode 19. Uh, next week, big one. Uh, not only is it Easter, uh, episode 20. Boom. Second decade of episodes. Uh, what can we look forward to? Seth, what are you up to next week? I have no clue, man. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. More, that's, that's good. That's uh, good. Ace, Ace of 32, I guess. And, and, and some chocolate and hot cross buns, probably. Oh, no, I avoid hot cross buns. I, I don't really like them. What the fuck, man? Jesus Christ. I, I mean, I don't Josh mind, take. Josh I don't take. Mind, I don't mind the raisin ones, but any other ones you I don't, don't really mind like. the raisin. Oh, big fella. What the- what the fuck, man? You think you know a guy? You're lucky this is the he... outro. Otherwise, we'd have to get into this. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> what about what about you? How many hot cross buns are you eating next week? It's fucking 40 more than Seth is. Just to <laughs> um, But yeah, so I'll be doing that. I'll probably put, be putting myself in a bit of a food coma because um, the diet starts next week. Right, fellas? Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> diet starts Monday. Same with Jim. It'll, it'll start actually probably the week after because you get all the half price chocolates after Easter. Um, Father's Day Sunday. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'll be I'll be playing the, the Last of Us Part Two, uh, hope, hoping that my uh, PlayStation doesn't burn down my house, um, and Elden Ring to see what I'll, to see if it actually does um, uh, get better. I'm sure it probably will. Uh, and how about you, Patrick? I don't I don't know. Um, food coma, always Plan A. Um, all oh, right, it's Easter next week. <laughs> you said um, that already. Yeah, no. Are you um, sure you're not having a stroke there, big fella? It's a bit. Oh, my God. Um, oh. Are you sure? No, I'm... <laughs> well, now I'm not. No, I think uh, it... Well, it's not a God. bit if it's, um, it's a bite. It's what you're biting into. There we go. It probably has raisins in it, too. Um, I, yeah, food coma. Um, I don't know. I will be flying down to visit the parents next week, so... I'll be taking my switch on a plane. Um, my, yeah, big my, bonus. Yeah. yeah, fine. Yeah, can't do that with a PS5, can you? Um, my yeah. See if I'm sure there's some stuff uh, that is on the switch that I haven't finished yet. Uh, God forbid I start um, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two, <laughs> which is on the switch, and I'm absolutely terrified to begin. 
Gotta get uh, ready for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Mm, mm, indeed. It's only 60 uh, hours. Otherwise, uh, there is Minimum. always Monster Hunter, and I will be forever content with that. But thank you for listening to episode 19. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Please stop doxing Sora, everyone. Happy birthday, Mr. Easter Bunny.